Today's episode is sponsored and engineered by Daniel Adama Productions. Daniel Adama is available for anything music production, audio recording, video production, band group picks, live concert picks. He's got a PA available for doing small shows. He's got in-ear monitoring systems and everything you need for a great production. He designed my podcast setup and I love it. And he could build you a podcast system too. Daniel Adama takes enormous pride in his work and he's got a passion for great music production. Contact Daniel and get your video made, get your band pictures done, and take your stage production to the next level. Message Daniel Adama on Facebook Messenger or message him on Instagram at Daniel78336. Don't wait, it's time to create. Contact Daniel Adama Productions today and tell him that Tony Gomez sent you. Hey, welcome back to the show. I hope everybody's doing great. First off, I want to thank everybody that came out to the exchange last night to see me and my band Fistful of Metal put on our yearly holiday Christmas show. We had a great time. The crowd was great. And thanks a lot to Dave and the staff at the exchange. We'll see you back there in February. So we're only one week away from Christmas. And I love this time of the year. It's my favorite time. It just uh, feels great. Everybody's in such a good mood. And uh, I love to be generous and give and uh, spread that holiday cheer. So God bless you and your family. And may you have a Merry Christmas and a kick-ass New Year. So on this episode, I conclude my two-part interview with Daniel Benavides of Vile and Fall. In this second part of our conversation, we get into our love for death metal, horror movies, animation, and we do another segment of Draw the Line with Daniel, covering some cool subjects. So, let's get to it. Here's part two of our interview with Daniel Benavides, guitarist of Vile and Fall. Make sure you listen to the end of the episode, because I've got a bonus track from Fall, featuring Daniel Benavides and Jesse Santos of Oceans of Slumber and Shattered Sun. So, let's get to it. It's time to fire it up. All right, Daniel, you and I have a few things in common, but three of the things that kind of stand out to me is our love for death metal, horror movies, and animation. And nice. I, you know what? And going through our conversation, there's some other things we came across that we also have in common too. But I think these are three great topics that that we can really kind of uh, get into for a little bit. Yeah. So of course. Let's start off with some death metal, mm-hmm. and we've kind of hit a little bit of that through our previous uh, talk about you get into vile and right. the different influences you've had along yeah. the way. But it's hard for me to just say pick your favorite, pick three. So give me uh-huh. five of give some of your five. favorite death metal bands. Sure, man. <laughs> I, I just kind of—I'll think of it as like a timeline for sure, man. Okay. Uh, definitely, I think the number one like big one is Cannibal. Cannibal Corpse. Killer. You know what I mean? Okay. That's probably like the one that just launched me into like checking out the other bands. You know what I mean? They're like, in my opinion, the kings of death metal. And then it kind of like blossoms from there. Yeah. So like, I remember like just kind of seeing um, their DVD, Live Cannibalism. Yeah. And when dude. I saw that, 
like just seeing like their their technicality and then just the power that they had on stage brutal yeah, brutal yeah and and still to this day man cannibal is the band that i've seen the most out of right. any other band that i like yeah i've caught them like almost every tour since the wretched spawn because that's when i got into them yeah so man i've seen them like over more than i can count on my hands and toes man. that's awesome yeah, yeah. Man. so for sure cannibal um man i gotta say death Death. Death. Chuck, Chuck Shoulder. Rest in peace, Chuck. Chuck, man. Yes. I have a death tattoo, man, of symbolic. Whoa. The logo. Yeah. Like, Killer, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, like, talking about guitar heroes, man, I listed those three guys earlier, but Chuck was, like, my first, I think, official guitar hero, man. Just, yeah. Just, like, getting into, like, someone and, like, the craft and, and you know, and, and just all that goes into, like, the riffs, the songwriting, the lyrics, and then also being a great lead player. Yeah. So like I really respect that. And then every album is different. You know, every yes. every death album is special. And he's always got like the lineup different. True. So like all the players make that album magical too. Yeah. So I just think um overall the package death is a classic, you know, an essential man. I wish I had an opportunity to see death live i never got to. did you, have, did you, you know ever that, get a chance oh you know i didn't get the chance I, I i would have loved to man and i was definitely going to the shows when that when that was you know hitting hard you know i seen cannibal corpse on butcher to birth i seen him nice. on tomb of the mutilated wow. uh, i played with them on the bleeding oh wow. and uh, uh but as far back as as them um what I do remember about Death is that my bros in Devastation went yeah. and toured with them. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. Because so, I, I remember And that. we see a lot of vintage pictures been, been, been coming up on social media yeah. of, of them uh, enjoying the tour together. Wow. And oh, wow, dude. That's so cool. Yeah. And the and, and, yeah, thing about Death is I got into them right at the beginning with Scream Belly Gore. Mm-hmm. And I, I leaned more towards that kind of style. Yeah. That I, that I love about Death now, now I love what Death did, uh, the Sound of Perseverance, and is correct me if I'm wrong, but is that the one where they have yeah. the cover of Painkiller on it? Yes, it is. Uh huh. And that's I think, the last Death album. That one right there. Okay. Ninety eight. Mm-hmm. And I really got into Human a lot, dude. Human but, is so good. Yeah, dude. It was Brutal. Heavy for ninety one. Yeah, that was like dude, a right? game changer. Yeah. 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 I, but but you know what? Like, come back to your question. Uh-huh. I never got the opportunity to see death. I know. Oh, like, that would have been so amazing, dude. Like that's on my list. Like if if there's ever a time machine, oh like, yeah, pop back and, and catch death on a take tour, me back, man, right? Oh shit, yeah, man. All right, so that's yeah. cannibal and cannibal death. death. Um, I'm gonna say suffocation, dude. Suffocation oh, yeah. is just brutal. Effigy, Legends. I forgot. Effigy, you know, pierced. Pierce, Des- yeah. yeah. Despise the sun. That's probably my favorite Ooh. one. Um, All right. Yeah, I just, I love that too, man. Because like, you know, they're they're like the, in my opinion, like the brutal death metal godfathers. Yeah. You know? Like we're talking yeah. about vile, and then that that branch. So then mm-hmm. you got suffocation. That New York scene. Pyrexia is in that that same category. You know, where they they're introducing kind of like. Some of that that hardcore influence, you know what I mean? Yes. With like those slams and stuff, right? And like those breakdowns and stuff. So I think that took death metal to another level, sure and did. like gave birth to like a whole another wave of bands right there. Mm-hmm. So for sure, I still love Suffocation, man, and and just catching them live now, 
Yeah. Dude, they still deliver. Deliver. And they just crush Hard. me every time, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's nasty. Um, so, yeah, suffocation. And then, man, I, I want to branch out to, like, some of the uh, European bands. Good. Be- because, yeah. um, you know, death metal is international, you know? Big time. And what's what's really cool is that, like, every country, or, like, I, would, I shouldn't say every, but, like, you know, countries have their specific flavor of death metal. Yeah. Especially, like, I'll, I'll talk about, you know, Germany. Like, German death metal is, like... It's got like this set, a special technicality and, and flavor. So, one band that I love that's one of my top bands is Necrophagist. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Necrophagist. Muhammad on guitar. He's just one of my guitar legend, uh, guitar idols. He's such a legend. Dude sings and plays these insane technical riffs. But at the same time, man, he was introducing like those neoclassical solos and like, Ooh. you know, beautiful melodic, you know, elements in there that again, inspired a whole nother wave of bands like, like tech death, technical death metal. They took off you know from there. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that, that's just, that's just awesome too, man. So you got them and, um, let's see, like a fifth one, man. Like just, there's so many. <laughs> I know. You know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so then I guess, I'll throw a Swedish one in there because, you know, I'm kind of thinking about the ones that influenced me. So At the Gates was one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That really, like, when I heard that, because, like, I heard In Flames and that was, like, my introduction. And then, man, we didn't really talk about Metalcore, but Metalcore, I was, like, really into it, dude. Did you really? Like, I really was into, like, like, these bands that were, like, heavily influenced by, like, Swedish metal. Yeah. So like bands like Dead to Fall, uh, End This Day, um, Falling Cycle, man. There was like um, Between the Buried and Me, which they got like all progressive, but they used to be yeah. very metalcore in the early days. Right. So like I used to listen to a lot of those bands, man. And they were doing a lot of those like kind of like Swedish style riffs. Yeah. You know? And so I learned where they got that from. They got that from At the Gates, um, you know, Slaughter right. of the Soul. <laughs> yes, that so was like, it. Yeah, that was it, man. So classic like, right that's there. An, that's a classic, dude. So, and yeah, At the Gates, they came back, man. They're they're still like doing some some stuff. I think they're about to release a new album. So, yeah, they're they're killer. Yeah. And uh, actually with Fall, man, we had a chance to, we did a cover. We did a Blinded by Fear cover of At the Gates. It's, I think it's on YouTube, man. It's actually dude, out there. Dude, yeah, badass, yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. I've got to so, look that yeah, up. Yeah, dude. So that was really cool. And what's cool, like Vile actually has an At the Gates cover out there. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, At the it's Gates. It's recorded? I think it's recorded, man. Yeah, wow. yeah. Like they they did it for like some compilation, I think. I I don't I remember what record label it was. But uh, yeah, they did a. It's it's the cover of Cold, that song Cold by At the Gates. So yeah, I can't not say At the Gates, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, I they're know what just you mean. a huge influence, man. Now you guys mm-hmm. don't do any covers live uh, do you? with with Vile. Yeah, not at the moment. No, um, we did talk about that. I remember like it was brought up in the discussion, like. If we needed to extend the set or something, like, sure. do you guys know this? And then Colin brought up, like, well, we did cold. And I was like, oh, you know what? I remember when you guys did cold. So that's there. And 
Wow. I, I would have no problem. Like, yeah, let's do it, man. I'm sure. Going. Yeah. Andy LaRock plays a killer solo on that one. He's the, the King Diamond guitarist. Yeah, from yeah, Abigail. Yeah, 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 dude. Holy. He's like one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Oh man. Yeah, that's one of my mm-hmm. favorite that's in, that's my top five shows was watching King Diamond do the Abigail tour here at the Ritz. Oh, oh wow. dude, it was incredible. Damn. One of the best things about it was each one of the band members did a solo. You had Mickey D do a drum <laughs> solo, Andy LaRock. Um yeah. what's the cat that's still with him right now? It's um, another Mike, right? In the band or mm. Michael? I'm not sure if he's still in the band though. God, it's not like on the tip of my tongue. He's worth a no. The Rock with a patch, right? One of them uh, had a patch. Probably the other guy, because I don't recall Andy with a patch, unless he did in the early days. But when I've seen him, he's What just about been... Hank Sherman? Hank Sherman, man. No. Mm-hmm. No, okay, recall. I think I'm moving down a different tree then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's probably like a but, King Diamond fan out there that knows, you know. But King Diamond fucking rules. Right, dude. He rules. Damn. He rules. But, you know, that's what I loved about that show is that everybody brought, the, you know, they had that, the, all those guys are, I think, from Denmark, right yeah. around that time, right? Except yeah, for yeah. King, who's from the States. Right. Doesn't he live in, like, Dallas or something? Yeah, I think he's man. From, I was like, how did you hook Texas? up with all these guys from over there? And But with a, uh, a one-of-a-kind, unbelievable voice like him, no wonder yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, dude, let's he's jam. He's still got it. Yes, bro. He's still got it, man. Oh, shit. It, amazing and the stage like the show is like a it's like a movie man like they have like the props and like the gates and everything and yeah. like they bring grandma out and like that's right it's such a cool show man it, it, great yeah. production yeah and that's what i love i love going to concerts right. where they put the effort into the show yeah i don't mind playing you know a good ticket price an expensive ticket price if the right. show is worthwhile yeah yeah and i Definitely. you know that's why i love seeing kiss I yeah. love seeing Slipknot. Yeah. Uh, why I like seeing, uh, uh, was very proud to see Pantera at the Me- Mexico City throw down oh, last yeah. Friday on the YouTube videos going, fuck, that's like fucking Pantera with the fire and the fucking, yeah. yeah man, it's coming back. Dude, that's awesome, dude. Did you catch some of those videos? Yeah, I've seen it, man. I wanted to talk to you about that too because I know you're a big Pantera fan and like how you feel about the reunion and them going under the name Pantera and then yeah. like, Getting those guys, Zach and Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so proud of those guys, man. Uh, I'm, you know, uh, I've been on both sides of the spectrum now uh, for my own career. I've done, I started out with the original music for 20 years, and then I jumped into the tribute cover, cover uh, band realm as well. And both are so fucking rewarding, but there's nothing like doing your own thing. And Sometimes, you know, especially now at my age, uh, I hear a bunch of people tell me, hey, when are you going to bring Killamora back? But to me, it's like sometimes things run their course. And um, it's a lot of work to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Just like you were mentioning about Demise, people mm-hmm. are in their different, we're in different places yeah. in our life right now. And it really takes uh, a lot of work. If you want to bring something that was so good in the past back to where it was, if not bring it better in a you know more right. new and improved way you know what yeah. i mean and um i couldn't do kill more without our guitar player izzy or without fidel on drums and i feel like it, it ran its course you know and, and uh both those guys are, are are doing their own thing right now um but when it comes to pantera and and phil and rex and the love that i got for the guys and the amount of time that all the talk and all the hype was going on about the demand of the public wanting this. 
And them finally getting the okay from the estate and from Rita to make it happen. And for them to give the okay for having Charlie Benante and Zach Wilde being the, the fill-ins for the Abbott brothers, I feel like they've got the, uh, the star power mm-hmm. and they've got the guys that probably each one of the Abbott brothers would probably choose to, to sit in their shoes. That's a great point. You know, mm-hmm. and I, because I, both of them had relationships with, right. with you know, Diamond, Diamond and Zach were great friends. And you got to remember, Zach um, stepped into huge shoes coming in Ozzy. You know, he's That's playing true. songs from Jakey Lee yep. and from Randy Rhodes, who's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's he's familiar having to play a Legends material yep. and, and play it with uh, sincerity mm-hmm. and respect where the audience can will love it mm-hmm. will love it and, and will will welcome it and vince and and um and charlie had that great kind of relationship too you know they they were they were fans of each other's bands they did shows together they did tours together and i just think that uh that zach and, and charlie just give it the respect and the uh the integrity that the abbott brothers would would expect from those guys no doubt yeah, yeah and absolutely. so yeah I'm, I'm proud of uh, i'm proud of the the work that i saw in that video mm-hmm. i love that that zach's doing dime and not doing uh zach style riffs because you know zach is he he does that in ozzy now doing the randy roads uh-huh. but um but he's been doing them for over you know 20 years <laughs> he's gonna put a little bit of his of his magic Flavor. on there now uh-huh. yeah but right now at this time and place, you know, getting the reunion to get together, getting the family back in of Abbott and Rita, and um, metal just has a resurgence, man. After yeah. COVID, it's like all these bands came out, and we're so hungry. We all want to play, and Pantera is one of those bands, kind of like, uh, well, Pantera is very unique because they bring out the worst in the, in, 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 the, in the crowd sometimes because we love the music so much. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Slayer does, has had a, that history of the reputation of just having fans that are just fanatical and in the crowd, they, uh, they lose their minds. And that happens in a Pantera show as well. Um, and when I saw the, the power coming off, the only thing I was missing was... The the energy that Phil would bring to the show of him jumping around, right. of him just running from side to side, and just uh-huh. his just the extremity he would put in vocally. Um, the action's not there, but the presence and the vocals are there. Yeah, and hey, I'll take that. I want yeah. that. I want that more than anything right now um, because I love going to metal shows. I it's what I'm. It's what I kind of live for. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like it's a, it's a sacred moment. Yeah, and. Uh, and I want more Pantera. Fuck yeah. it. If we, if we can only get them two, at least we got the voice. And you couldn't ask for a better band. And you got Rex still there. So right. you got two out of four. Um, is it a money grab? Yeah, you know what? Everything now, in, 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 in the, when you're at that level, it can be pictured that way. But I think that, that Phil and Rex uh, know that the fans really want it that bad. And... To get everybody's cooperation on it, for them not to kind of go forward would kind of be cheating some of these fans out. And some of the guys I jam with, like in Headbangers Pit, are just fucking excited that now they have a chance to see these. See them. Yeah. They've never seen them, right? They've never seen yeah. them. And that Mexico City show tour, I mean, that show was just an example of, of what it's going to be like. Right. That energy is going to be there. The yeah. music. Yeah. Dude, I know. Like, I missed the show uh, when they came to Corpus with Morbid Angel. 
Oh man, con- yeah. That I didn't get legendary. to see that, that one. Was, that I know. was the cherry open, the cherry yeah, popper yeah. for Concrete I have friends Street. that talked to me about that. They're like, I was there. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that was such a sick it show. It was, bro. Reinventing the steel. You know, they, yeah. they were making that. It wasn't really a comeback, but it had been a while since the last album, the, the Trend Kill. That's the one that got me into them, was Reinventing the Steel. Because I remember okay. like jamming C101 and hearing... Uh, uh, what is my name? Yeah, uh, a revolution. revolution is my name. My bad. Yeah, I mean they're playing so like, hearing like a that, regular you know? rotation. Yeah, 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 bro. And then, and then they had you know the heavier tracks. I think the first one on there's like Hellbound mm-hmm. and Goddamn then, uh, Electric. Goddamn yeah. Electric, dude. That Goddamn Electric. It's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's an anthem. You know when you talk about you know. Uh, Smoking, drinking whiskey, uh, listening to Black Sabbath. Same thing. Have they to make that reference to, to Slayer? It's mm-hmm. kind of it's it's everything that I've always been around. It's everything that uh, it, the music is electric. Yeah, it, it, it charges you up. It it, it it always gives me a second win um, mm-hmm. whenever I hit the stage because uh, metal just brings out that that uh, it, it flips a switch in me where I can go from you know fifty to hundred miles per hour. Because it just, you know what I mean? It it does that for us. Yeah. And I can jam it like at night before I go to bed, when I wake (laughs) up, when I'm in the car all times, man. Yeah. Do you think, and this is just kind of like something to think about, but like, I was just kind of wondering, like, at what, to what extent will the band take this level? Like, I was wondering since they're going as the name Pantera, and they have. Will they record a record after this? And they have these guys. Do you think they would. I don't think they need to record a record. Do you think they would? I don't think they. I don't think that they would. But I would. How would you feel if they did? I would rather them change the name. You know what I mean? If they're gonna write something, Uh and you know, especially guitar and your drums, if yeah, change the name. Right. Change the name. It's not Pantera. It's not. Not when you're writing. Not Mm -hmm. when you're. You know, if you're going out and you're doing a reunion and you know putting a a show out there to really uh, pay tribute and to honor the Abbott brothers and like. Like they are, and that's what I really dug about the show is that they had that uh that planted caravan, and they had the tribute <laughs> with the, with the brothers in the back and all oh, yeah. the video footage and all that good stuff. I want them to be a part of the show. I don't want it just to be Pantera with no signs of of, of the Abbott brothers. Right. I want all of them. Keep showing them. Yeah. I, you know, I love the, the the brothers' faces on the bass drums. Mm-hmm. It's. It, I, I feel like they're like like they're doing it pretty badass. They're paying a great tribute. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, a lot of guys, uh, a lot of younger guys, haven't seen that that dime bag um, magic, you know, on stage, and and they're not going to be able to see it, of course. Yeah. But at least maybe they could capture. I never got to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and this might be a, this is the next best thing. Mm-hmm. The next best thing yeah. we can get. Man, I hope they come to concrete. That'd I hope they sick. can, man. You, you know, know, I mean, it's not a matter of, of of can. I hope that they have a tour manager that that mm-hmm. will keep them on the road. Uh, past some of these big Slipknot, uh, Not Fest and yeah. Metallica, uh, you know, shows that they're right. doing, and put them on a show where like, they where they can, you know, Texas is 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 a right. is a tour of itself. Like, you can play ten, twelve dates here and yeah. do fine. Especially in a band like Pantera, you're gonna sell out everywhere you go. Yeah, I hope they do get to do their own tour. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I was counting on that, and then uh-huh. it only makes sense that they they jump on these other festivals. big big festivals that are going on. They're ready. The show's ready to hit the road. Um, time's right. Yeah. Hit it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're happy for it? Yeah. I mean, like, I think for me, like, since I never got to see it, 
Like mm-hmm. if they came to Corpus, I would definitely be there. Just to hear the music, just to like kind of be there in spirit of the Abbott brothers. Yeah. Uh that was like it did it does have a mark on my soul. Like I said, you know, those are the three bands that got me into heavy music, Metallica Slayer, Pantera. Um so it would be really cool, really cool to see. Yeah. So I hope that I can get uh, get that opportunity locally. I know, you know what right? I mean? And yeah. catch it. That'd be that'd be really cool. I know, man. And, and I want to go see the Metallica show with Pantera and and and, uh, and Mammoth. Yeah. You know, and I I think that's almost like a monster of rock because I remember back in the day where you'd have Metallica opening and Van Halen headlining, and you get Scorpions in the middle and shit. And uh, it's it's kind of one of those heavy hitter mm-hmm. shows that you, it's it's amazing, but it's so amazing that they want to make it two nights and it's up in Dallas and here we are in Corpus. Yeah. Realistically, I could be there for a Friday night, but uh-huh. I don't want to buy a two day pass if I'm not going to be there for the second night. Are they selling them individually? They're, or? they're selling them two day passes right so now. So you cannot and get the seating is becoming very limited. I did see like I peeped at the ticket prices and Whoa. they were like. Insane. Yeah, four hundred for for like a mid balcony, and I'm sure I didn't even bother looking even closer because I'm sure that's six. Yeah. It jumps up about two hundred because up in the very top of where the AT and T Stadium, it's uh, one sixty two plus convenience fee. So you're looking looking about two hundred bucks. And then and, just to get over there, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. And then right. rooms. Yeah. If you're there for for the Friday and Sunday show, you're there Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday night. And uh, that's a hell of an extra expense for somebody like myself. It almost puts it out of my reach. Yeah. Out of my... my, And I think a lot of Metallica fans might see that as being kind of out of their expense level. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, Metallica is one of the biggest bands in the world. Um, They don't come cheap. And it never will be cheap again. It's just the way things are. Entertainment like that and at that... that, um, level and at that uh caliber is gonna be expensive yeah and it's pantera's back they're opening they're gonna probably have a full set you know of music and van halen's coming on he's gonna be doing some van halen tracks as well as his own uh solo tracks but metallica in itself is gonna be a two-hour show you know 145 to two hours of of all the hits right everything you love um no That's better be show awesome. on earth, man. For sure. There's... I caught them at the Alamo Dome when they came several years back. Yeah. And, dude, that was so cool. Yes, That bro. was such a great show. Yeah. Like, um, we were kind of, like, on the fence about it just because, like, like, financially, my wife and I were looking at it. And so we just bought, like, tickets on a whim, like, some random seats. Okay. And so, like, we ended up just getting there, like, right when Event Sevenfold was kind of, like, finishing up. So okay. it was like perfect time because we got in our seats and then they finished and there was like this huge rush of the crowd like just going to grab a beer or whatever. Right, emptying out, yeah. Yeah, so I told my wife, I was like, you know what? Metallica's next and this is like, I've never seen them. i got to pay tribute to the band that really just got me going. Yeah. So like we snuck in, man, and we were like right there like in front of like the pyro. We were able to get like in the pit and like, dude, we could feel the Whoa, pyro just like yeah. burning my, my face, <laughs> my wife yeah. there. You know, it was awesome, man, man. I can imagine how hot it feels for the band members when we feel it like that. Yeah. Like, shit, how can they do that? I know. 
Because I was yeah, seeing, yeah. you know, that Pantera show had fire all over the stage. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, man, it must be hot for those guys. Right? Dude, you know what cooking. I hear? You know what else I hear is a great show that I want to see at some point in my life is the Ramstein show. Oh, God. Dude. No, man. Yeah. Yes, I only see it in videos and it blows me away. And I, God bless. I have I, friends that went to that San Antonio show yeah, and they said it bro. was incredible. Yep. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know what's tough is you know with them being from from Germany, we don't get them here. But you know, once in a blue moon, yeah. And to have them at the Alamo Dome and, and to miss them is is a, is a ball crusher, you know. <laughs> it, it is, it is man. Because I mean, yeah, shit, man. In the Alamo Dome, because you got to have them in in a huge place. They're international. Yeah. They they've got a, a, a ton of hits. And what's funny about them is that they don't even speak English. Yeah. But it don't matter to us. It doesn't matter, man. It don't matter. The show is the insane. Sh- and like the fire. Yeah. I saw like all the fire. Coming out of the guitar. Yeah. Oh, Crazy. Dude. Fire coming from the, at the band, out towards yeah. the crowd. And just like, what the wow. hell? And props to the production. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, um, there's other bands that are big that are come out of Germany. Um, but they don't already have that kind of reputation of having one of the biggest, baddest shows on earth. And um, that's that's my that's why I gotta see it. It's like yeah. it's one of the best fucking metal shows on earth. I gotta make it. I've heard it is. So it's man. on the bucket list. It I is gotta on make mine it. too. Yeah. You know, yeah. we gotta make it. And uh, um, who knows just, when they'll be back? Yeah, who right? knows when we we'll back again? So next time, yeah, we, we both gotta be yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> Houston, San Antonio, Austin. Right. Even better if they come to Corpus. But I Have can't imagine. Have you ever been to Corpus? No, no, they probably never will. I'm thinking of what kind of venue could could. Uh, provide for their that kind of a you know fire yeah you know where it's not mm-hmm. gonna burn the place down and shit mm-hmm. but that's a bucket list that's it our is. bucket list for that it definitely is let's hit something else that i know yeah, sure. we have a great passion for and, uh-huh. and that's our love for horror movies yes you know uh <laughs> growing up as a kid uh halloween changed my life yeah because uh michael myers was just one of those guys that just left a uh he terrified me as a kid and Me I think too. he was 77 when it came out. Is that right? 77? Maybe 78? 78. 78, okay. And so I was eight years old. My dad took me to go see it at the movies. And wow. as I'm sitting there and watching, waiting for the movie to come on, uh, the, the previews hadn't even started, but it was kind of the, dim, the lights were dim. And How old were you? I was eight. Okay. I was eight, and it was, it was my, my dad and my stepmom. And somebody came running down the hallway, down the highway, down to the front. And my dad just scared the shit out of me. He goes, look, there's Michael Myers. And I'd only seen the trailer so far. And I just saw some guy, and it's like, oh, shit. I, I, freaking got, I freaked out. And it just kind of got me in that kind of terrified kind of uh, feeling already. So when the movie started, I was like, oh, shit. You know, I, was, I was scared. And, it, and yeah. everything just kind of got into my psyche. And after the movie was over, you know, I was scared, scared mm-hmm. shitless, went home and my dad started joking around with me. I couldn't sleep, so I, I jumped into bed with him. They're like, come on, sleep with us. And then he gets up and I, I couldn't sleep. He goes to take a piss and he comes back and goes, hey, guess who's in the restroom? What? Michael Myers. <laughs> I said, what? No, no. Yeah. And then I start tripping out and at the apartment he lived at, uh, in their bedroom, they had like a, a little a window up towards the top and I just started seeing Michael Myers' face looking at me through that window. I don't know oh, what shit. it was, but it looked like his face was just terrorizing me throughout yeah. the evening. And, you know, it was one of those nights where I couldn't sleep at night. And, and, I, and I know what parents meant by, hey, don't watch scary movies or you're not going to be yeah. able to sleep at night. Yes. I don't want to hear you crying and all mm-hmm. this shit. And that was the one that left its mark on me. 
Definitely. And, and after that, I just I just became a fan because it just it got me. Dude, you know what makes that movie like so scary? And it's like Michael Myers is iconic, and the, of course the death scenes, but the music. Yes. The song. Yeah. The track. Right. That, that track. song. Because like. I was reading an interview, and like when they originally had it, like done, like post production, there was no music or anything, and like they like had like a test group, and like you know what, you know what, this this needs a this needs a song, this needs a track. So like John Carpenter went the next day, yeah, and he like came up with that little motif, <laughs> and the rest is history. It's history. Just that little f- those little notes, yeah. man. Has such an effect on that 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 whole movie. You take away the the music. And it's like it's watchable. It's not that scary. Right. You put in the music. Yeah. It just takes it to that next level. To that man. next level. And, and and it you you hear you know, it, it's it seems like there's like maybe three versions of, of 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 the Halloween theme. Yeah. And certain parts of it come up uh maybe let me take that back. Certain parts will always come up. When Michael appears, right? You know what I mean. Just a little piano, you know, you know like you, you. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. When he comes out with, right. with the uh, uh, coming out as a ghost, yeah. When he, when he's coming uh-huh. out, and then he's just got the, yeah, the glasses yeah. on, and <laughs> ping, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, there you are, right? You know, it's about fucking time. on my fucking beer, mm-hmm. and you know, but the music at, it comes up in certain spots that that stays with you, and it's it like, does. oh man, it, it it makes each moment yeah. so much. Um, Gripping and terrifying, terrifying like when and he, scary. Like when, yeah. when he jumps out of the back seat of the car, when right. what's her name's getting yeah, ready to yeah. take off, and you hear that. Yeah, yeah. Ah! I know. Holy smokes! Or like when he's like, like Lori's just looking out, you know, just the little notes of the piano. It's just everything. Yes, bro. The music has such an effect. So like well one, done. Yeah, one for me. Just kind of on that. Just to piggyback off that was Halloween too. Mm-hmm. So like. Um, <laughs> Like, my parents, like, weren't really, like, horror fans or anything like that. So, like, I would, like, watch them, like, during, like, you know, Fright Fest on AMC. Like, you know yeah. how they would just, like, run them through? Uh-huh. So, I'd, like, just be in my room and, like, all right, let, let's see, you know. And I would, like, tune it, tune in. And I remember just being, like, terrified. I have this memory of Halloween 2. You know, he's, like, walking in the hospital. And speaking of the music, man, it was, like, I was, like, I was a kid that there was, it was the... It was so scary that I had to like put it on mute, just oh, beca- no, just wow. because. Yeah, talking about how much of an effect the music has on the movie, like yes. in all, in order for me to watch it, like as a kid, mm-hmm. I had to like put it on. mute. It's like toning it down. Yeah, it's too much horror it's with crazy, the music kicked right? in there. Right there, like it's oh, crazy shit. that effect. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like, so I I just love that man. I love being able to talk about that man. Just like I have that memory of Halloween too, and. Michael in the hospital and just, man, I, I just would like to go back as a kid and, and feel that again. Because yeah. now, like, horror, I, I enjoy it. Like, it's like more of like a, it's like a hobby and a passion. And yeah. I love the music. And I don't get that that feeling anymore. Again. You know, of yes. like being scared. So I would love to like go back and like have that feeling. Because I was terrified as a kid. Like, literally like. Oh my god! I have to put it on mute. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and that was part of us loving horror movies is uh-huh. is, is is getting that that feeling yeah, yeah. of being scared. We want right. to jump and and, yeah, yeah. and and like oh shit. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and and that's what makes it so magical about a horror movie. But yeah. but lately we it's like we've seen it all. I know. 
It's, and I, like and I like I like cheer it on. I'm like, yeah. oh, that was a sick decapitation. I'm right. like clapping in the you theater. You know what's coming up. You feel <laughs> yeah. like the, the murder's coming. You got a movie like Scream where Wes oh, Craven yeah. kind of maps out yeah, yeah. how horror movies are made. Yeah, yeah. And then it's all played out the same way. It's very well freaking done. Yeah, It's, yeah. it's really genius yeah. of how he was able to do that. And um, yeah, it just turns into a huge franchise. Dude. But that's one that doesn't have a, the, the same kind of uh, soundtrack tied into it you know right. when i think of scream i don't think of anything no there's no song no 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 that ties like, in with that right and like with scream 2 they had like a badass soundtrack man they had like yeah creed what if and all that remember that right. soundtrack that was a killer one but nothing yeah like, nothing like, like a, a theme, theme song you know no was there another did no. did friday the 13th have that so the, friday has like the that's right yeah you know that's right but but it's not as scary as or iconic. It's iconic for sure. I don't yeah. want to say it's not. But, but the Halloween is just mm-hmm. that is the theme. Like you can play that for anyone and don't they know. That is the that's theme like song Halloween. for for Halloween. It is worldwide. Yeah. No matter where it's you're crazy. at. It's crazy. That's the shit. You, you know? know? And they, it's just how like you don't need much. It's just a few notes. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. just came up with that. Yeah. One of the uh one of the one of my favorite shows was Pantera, I want to say it was either, I think it was um, either 101 Proof Tour or either Far Beyond Driven, but they had Cold Chamber opening up. Okay. And, and their intro music was Halloween. Awesome. Yeah, so that came on and they yeah. were like, yeah. And so it really didn't matter what song they ended up coming out with. Yeah. It just exploded once, they, once they hit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and I want to say they had some sort of other backdrop that was very Halloween-ish, but... That's a perfect song to, to incorporate with metal. It right is, there. man. Yes, it's so iconic. Like the Exorcist, you know, like yeah, like yeah. That, the, that's the another bells right there. Right, that's another theme. So it's that's cool. We're getting into this because I think like music plays such a part in the movie, you know, big time. And just like yeah. having that theme takes it to another level. And especially like we can talk about you know Halloween, Friday Thirteenth exorcist even yes. nightmare on elm street has that that kind of dreamy theme you know do, 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 you know you're right yeah, yeah yeah so it's like it's 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 awesome man it just all the 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 thought that just goes into the making of the scores too you gotta right. give a shout out to those composers who yes. don't get enough credit i mean john carpenter for sure but like you know other guys you know that they're on the 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 credits Right, that maybe not everybody knows that, but like their theme is just legendary. They're very underrated. They don't yeah. get the credit that that right. that, that should kind of go along with yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. on, on another. Where are you at on Star Wars? Do you follow Star Wars? Man, we're about to get into. Oh shit! I love Star right, Wars. Fantastic! Man. I love oh, Star Wars dude. too. Yeah, um, but, love it. But but like the the Empire theme. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, listen to these things that, that that John Williams came up oh, with. Man. That um, the goat legend oh, right there. I'm telling John you, John Williams. Um, you posted. Uh, uh, I love the uh, Indiana Jones, the theme, new trailer man. for yeah. the Indiana Jones trailer, Dude. and I heard the music. I was yes. like, Ooh, yes, right? It's here. Yes, the Jaws theme. Yeah, even wow. that one, right? That's another great yeah. tie-in horror. Yeah, and dun, 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 dun. exactly. Whoa. That's so freaking right? huge. And again, yes. it's just two notes. Duh. You know, that's <laughs> and, crazy. And, and who, who who brought that back to the table? Deep Purple. Yeah. Remember when they brought that in? I think it's uh, Perfect Strangers. Oh, dude. Right? Yeah, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, I love that. That's cool. one of my favorites that Cat House does. Props to those guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, what other 
What other ones? Because I feel uh, like there, there's got to be at least yeah. a, a couple more than movies that are slipping through. Our- yeah, for me, like so. There was like this turning point, like before I got into horror, like, I, like as a kid. Again, we didn't watch that, but my parents like they would watch like they would like go to Blockbuster and rent videos and stuff, and they'd be like, uh, you know, you can watch this or you can't watch this with us. So like one right, time, I remember one time those days. they rented Scream, right? Okay, so Scream was kind of like like looking back now, like to me, it, it's a classic, man. I sure. consider Scream a classic, man. Absolutely, it brought back the slasher genre. You know, it was kind of yeah. like cold and dead for a while. So like Scream is iconic, man. So, like, my parents were watching that, and I had a friend, like, sleep over, and they were, like, watching it, and we were, like, peeking, peeking in to try to, like, see what was going on, because we were yeah. in fifth grade at the time. They didn't want us watching it, and, like, I'm sure his mom didn't want it either, and we saw, <laughs> like, that opening scene, if you can recall, with Drew Barrymore. Right. And she gets gutted. Yep. And then, like, it shows her, like, on the tree with her, like, entrails all ripped down, her intestines. At the beginning Yeah, of at the, the beginning. Yep. So we saw that, and like we were like from far away, and like it got to the point like my like my friend was like blue in the face, like yeah. he had never seen. We both had never seen anything like that. Yeah. He had to call his mom to come pick him up. Wow! <laughs> yeah, holy you smoke! Know, <laughs> you know, and like I was terrified too, but yeah. I think like that was like my start. I think that was like my first ever seeing anything like that. Yeah. So I think it like it was just like wow. This is this is something like I didn't know For what it real. was yet. Yeah, but I was like, this is something that that gets me going inside. Uh-huh. That's a feeling that I probably didn't like at the time. Uh huh. But it like I digested it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what's yeah. crazy, man? Like I met Nev Campbell like later at a con. Cool. And I told her this story. Yeah. And she's like, oh wow, that's one of the coolest stories I've ever heard. Like and like I like she gave me a hug and it yeah. was awesome, man. She's also like such a cool. A badass um, final girl, dude. You know what I mean? Really? Like just like handling Ghostface in part one and part two and yeah. three. You know, like Nev Campbell, Sydney Prescott. Like I think you. I think she, uh, her and like Jamie Lee Curtis are like absolutely. The, the, the top, you took the words out know? of my mouth. That they're yeah. just they're they're those uh, those screen queens. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. Have, that have made a made themselves a legend, right? By being. You know, yeah. Luckily, they got cast for those roles, because right? They 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 made that movie, yeah, you know, special. Yeah, yeah. So, Scream was a big one for me, man, and uh, and then like the Fright Night stuff, like watching Halloween too. But another one that I like personally, that like talking to other Friday the Thirteenth fans are like, ah, what is a uh, Friday the Thirteenth when Jason goes to Manhattan Part Eight? Oh wow, yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite one. And like for real. others don't wow. like that one. They're like, yeah. what? No. <laughs> but for some reason, me, because that's the one that I tuned into as a kid during Fright Night. So I have that okay. memory. Yeah. You know, it's and all like, about the timing. Right, kind of like the timing. The, uh, and then the soundtrack of, to your life. Yeah. The, but but the, the, the film of your life yeah, at pretty that much. moment. Yeah. 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 And Jason, like the first kill, dude, it, it's, it freaked me the hell out, dude. He has like this like <laughs> harpoon rifle, right? Oh, yeah. And like the couple's like having sex on the boat, of course. And Jason's always, he's always the cock block. He's coming. Yes, that's so, right. right? <laughs> he like harpoons and he's like pulling it out, dude. And like as a kid, it looked like he like, it like had the guy's heart on it. Cause like I'm a kid seeing this. Like, yeah. And man, that just like, 
Again, Whoa. I digested it, and yeah. yeah, so that's always been one of my favorites. Yeah, still, yeah, I'm still like, yeah, man, part eight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you fight for that one, yeah. right? That's a, that's a classic right there. So, yeah. so a few of your favorite growing ups. Uh-huh. I, I sometimes I, I forget the, the age difference that we have. You know what I mean? Because we're so much into the same same genres yeah. and stuff. But mm-hmm. what were your three favorite growing up? Horror, yeah, or just yeah, horror. Because you know, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask you about okay. about within the last five to ten years. That'll be my next question. But what like growing three? up, yeah, yeah growing yeah. up for I, sure. Sounds so, like Scream would be. In yeah, there. I'll definitely put Scream on there. And um, I guess I'm just gonna categorize like Halloween two and uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight into the same, just because they were in okay. like, that fright fest. I would tune in on of the course. TV, but I gotta say, I have to mention Dead Alive. Dead okay, Alive. so Dead wow. Alive is this, it's like a horror comedy, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with Dead yeah, Alive? It's okay. a dark comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's like a horror comedy. It's directed by Peter Jackson, who went on to do like Lord, Lord of the, the Rings. Rings and all this, right? Right. But in his early days, he was just like a mad, twisted, you know, with a dark sense of humor. So, you know, my cousin, like we would go to Chicago and like we would spend Christmases there and like my cousin being a little older than me, but we would, you know, play video games and all this stuff. One year, he's like, all right, I'm going to show you. I think you're old enough. I'm going to show you Dead Alive. <laughs> right? Yeah. And on the box, or like on the cover, it's got like a quote on there, I think. And it's like, goriest movie of all time, or goriest film of all time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, some kind and of so, badass and he like He like, he like, like warned yeah. me. He was like, all right, you're about to see some shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. And like, yeah, dude, it was like that movie to where like I went on after that to present to friends. And it was like, all right, how far can we get on? How far can we get through the movie before we have to like shut it off? Because it was like so disgusting and so crazy. Yeah, dude. There would be like times where I had like friends over. And again, we're like, (laughs) we're pretty young, right? This is laughable now, but like we're pretty young. And my like there's like this scene. Where they're like at dinner and like the zombies are there. And then like the grandma's like ear like falls into the pudding. <laughs> and then she like eats. It's like so disgusting. And like my friend like was like, no, shut that off. Like we couldn't take it. So yeah, it was like kind of like a, a test. Like how can you like, have you seen Dead Alive or how far can you make it? So like, dude, yeah, Dead Alive is yes. a classic, man. And I it's just untouched to this day. And even like <laughs> I appreciate like in the 90s, you know, like. All the practical effects in the 80s and 90s. Or like, you know what I mean? Like before CGI. Right. I just love like all that attention to practical effects. And like it it comes across as cheesy. But I think like. At the moment, it was like, this is incredible. Yeah, it's incredible, right? Right. Well, with stuff like Dead Alive, you know, like the blood's just like squirting like a a fountain. (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny, but it's like awesome. Yes. Like how they put the time into those effects, and I just appreciate the shit out of that. Yes, man. bro. So I'm always like practical over CGI. Like I love when like I'll see a new movie, and they could go the CGI route, you know, and and go easy, sure, you know. But they're putting the time into the practical effects to make it special and you make it special. Right? It's yes. awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, man. I, love, I love that. You got to get the right guy. Yeah, you know what I mean that that, that can deliver like that. You know, I think of some badass effects, and of course, I got to mention. Um, back in the day when they did um, American Werewolf in London, yeah, where where they showed him, you know, changing, uh, metamorphosizing uh-huh. into the into the werewolf, that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
that was a uh, old school John Landis movie. And I'm trying to think, uh, I want to say maybe it was Baker. Okay. Uh, John Baker or something that, that did the, uh, the special effects on there. But then uh, I gotta I gotta give props to Tom, Tom Savini. Tom Savini, holy dude. smoke, dude! Yeah, and I, and I loved him coming out in, in, oh, in the Tarantino movies. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not only was he uh, uh, doing the 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 the, uh, the makeup and stuff, but then then coming out as one of the actors and shit too. Yeah, you know, dude, oh, he's man, all, he's a legend. Work. Yes, such a legend, man. Uh, you know, that's uh, from Dust Till Dawn uh-huh. was a really a fucking cool movie. Yeah, all the you know the the the. The vampires exploding and all yeah, that shit. Dude. I know it's I love awesome, the man. gore of that, dude. I love that, man. Super cool. Yeah, yeah. Super cool. And uh, uh like when when the band's jamming, he's playing mm-hmm. the fucking torso. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As it's a, as a, <laughs> it's a murder fest going on, and the band's rocking. I'm like, <laughs> right. oh, dude, this that's is awesome, shit, right? Man. So that's so cool. that's it, super cool, man. Yeah, dude. That's one. That's one of my favorites right there. But more, more. Uh, just because it's fun, mm-hmm. just because it it's really fun, and and right? and I like George Clooney being in there. Oh yeah, you know yeah. he brings that star power to it. And uh, Salma Hayek, you know, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. And then you get Cheech mm-hmm. in there. He's yeah, his, his he, uh, him being right. like the the host of the place or the the, <laughs> the door guy. Uh, so much cool, cool stuff. Uh, right. I'm trying to think. Uh, do you remember the the black actor that comes out in there that that kind of was helping mm-hmm. him out at at the beginning, but uh, ends up getting bit. He's an old schooler that yeah, has yeah, been yeah. in a lot of a lot of cool movies in the seventies right. and stuff. But um, I think it was Tom Savini came I need out. To revisit it, man. It's been a while. Was Tom Savini the guy that comes out and has a gun that comes out of his crotch? <laughs> he might have been. You know, I, 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 I need to tune back into we it. Need man. To check it's been that a while. Out. You know, I look into but that. Yeah, that's a that's a classic for sure, man. That was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember they? I think they did the show like kind of recently. Um, they did right they started bringing they, they, they did a show a, like a right or something and check this out dave the bassist from fall he was actually an extra whoa in one of the episodes <laughs> and he uh he got killed oh he got, uh, yeah ass. so that's awesome yeah, man. i'm like bro. dude yeah he's like he's like yeah i got killed man like, <laughs> so he's got that that's awesome okay mm-hmm. so now so we talked about some of the ones growing up what do you what give me three of your favorites within the last five to ten years yeah yeah man i will say like i'm a big slasher guy like i I love that the slasher genre and so one that i feel like is making waves that i think is is cool is terrifier yeah dude dude, yeah art Art the the clown clown, dude dude. (laughs) art's fucking badass man i mean you got the legends the heavy you got like michael jason like my my guys are michael jason freddie Chucky, yeah, I can love Chucky, but yes. I feel like Art is like the modern guy that could be on the Mount Rushmore with the slashers. He like can get in there, yeah. yeah. He's like making his way up. Man. He is, bro. Like Terrifier yeah, Two, badass part yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, it's freaking cool, dude. And um, so I feel like that's one of my favorite recent slashers. It's really good, Terrifier Two. Um, yeah, man, trying to think of like like others, just because there's like so many. Um, hereditary was one that was like that was a disturbing dude, movie bro very disturbing right? i didn't see any of that coming as, yeah. as the movie progressed and and you know part of the the, the part that, that really tore me up was when the kid put his head outside the I window know. as they're driving oh yeah. my goodness i did not see that coming and then the kid oh. having to like tell the parent that you know, next morning like, the screams yeah. of the mom discovering that in the car yeah. and to think that the kid just went upstairs and went to sleep you know what i mean uh, Dude, just, that was insane. insane. And then just the direction that movie took. 
right like, the way it at ends the end and what? stuff Holy man yeah it, it it brought it full circle and i understood the title of the movie and why right? why why it ended up that way but that it was, was a just, crazy one man i never saw like it was crazy yeah yeah we don't we don't watch it again it's i saw one of those it we're watching it once was i good saw enough. it once that yeah i saw enough. it in the theater and uh haven't seen it since man it's very intense yeah it's like that's you know a, what i don't need to feel a, that kind that's of hurt. A crazy one you know being a <laughs> being a parent and to think yeah. you lose your child like mm -hmm. that and having your one of you know having one of the child's being involved in the in mm -hmm. the death of that yeah yeah oh oh that's, that's just one of the things i could you you wouldn't want to wish on anybody dude that's that's insane man another one that i like i've been enjoying like where this is going have you seen x it was, it's just called X, right? It's by that X. same studio, A24. Okay. And then they, no, and I haven't seen that. It's kind of like they're making a, seems like a franchise or, or at least a trilogy, right? So X is an interesting story. It's about like this, it's it's kind of taking place in the early 70s where like, um, kind of like the, the porn industry was like, kind of like making its way up and and, okay. and kind of like the home video kind of thing. And like, yeah. Like, you know, Debbie Does Dallas was a big hit and all kind of that. So it kind of right, like plays off the grassroots. Right. It kind of plays off that. It's about this like director who wants to make the hit. Right. He realizes that that there's a there's market. a market for this. So they like rent this. Um, it's kind of like almost like an Airbnb, but it's like, you know, they're renting like a place off of these this old couple's home. It's like a farm. Right. Where they they're going to shoot their their film they got the actors and stuff right and so like as they're like shooting and making the movie you know like this old couple and they're they're old man like in their their 90s like just old wow. very old right yeah they start they don't know what's going on they're not they don't know that this these people are here to film this movie you yeah. know so it goes down this path where like this family starts or this couple starts to like get involved with what they're doing, but they get so involved that they start to be reminded of of their past. And then they start to go down these like psychological trips where they believe that they're still young. And so they like want to be involved with with the acts that they're performing in the movie. So it goes it gets really disturbing because they're Whoa. old. And this 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 lady believes that she's still young and yeah. uh, beautiful looking, where she's obviously very old, and mm -hmm. and so um, it kind of gets to the <laughs> point where it's like, if you can't, you know, like to the the young males and stuff in the movie, like if you can't have them, then no one can. So she kind of like goes oh, on wow. like on a spree, and I don't want to spoil it. And sorry, I'm not really spoiling, but um. That was a very shocking one, right? Oh, shit, yeah. I recommend it. It's 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 kind of a hard watch. It's definitely not one to sit around with the family because of right, you know the the, the content, the content. And You're right, but it was very like interesting. I had not seen anything recent like that, like right? That. But they did a prequel, and it's called Pearl, and that one came out this year. And so far, I've I, heard of that. Yeah, yeah. I think that one's like in my top five for 2022. Okay. Because um, it's a prequel to how crazy that lady is. Oh, and so it shows okay. her at a young age. Yeah. You know? And that's her name, Pearl? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then and it shows like how she became pretty much insane. Okay. You know? Yeah. It, it's pretty crazy, man. Like Pearl is a twisted one, man. I really liked it. It's not as like, uh, I would say, violent. It's more like 
just disturbing and twisted yeah. and like you're like whoa and it, it is again for me it's like you know i have like when i go into horror i'm all about having fun or yeah. like being shocked and i feel right. like that's that one that, the that got me recently <laughs> like we talked about hereditary that one yeah. got us and so like yeah i recommend checking out the like x and then pearl i will yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> Man, I feel so much better now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, cool. Drinking all um, these waters, man. Yes, bro. Gotta stay hydrated. Okay. All right, Dan. Yeah. Next question for you, real quick, in the horror mm -hmm. movie topic. Yeah, for who's sure. Who's your favorite killer? Oh, man. My boy, Jason. Like, Jason's my guy. Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Imagine all the Dude, kills. Does yeah. anybody have more kills than Jason? Out of 10 plus yeah. movies, geez. I don't think so. I think maybe, you know what? It would probably be in a different uh, genre because I, I uh, something tells me John Wick has the most kills oh, yeah, yeah. out of every John movie. John Wick for sure, right? right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think anyway. out of slashers, though, yeah. like, I think Jason's up there. Right. Um, Hell yeah. He's definitely got more than Michael, right? Right, yeah. And Freddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like Chucky's got a lot too, man. Especially like uh, I don't know if you've checked out the series. It's really I've seen the first three. Yeah, the first three episodes. It's, it's really good, man. It was cool. I like it, man. Just because like I love Chucky and uh, any Chucky I can get, give it to me. Yeah. You know? So like <laughs> he's got he's going off, man. He's, wow. Yeah, okay. He, there's like at least one in every episode. Yeah. And uh, and I just love how they get creative with the kills too. You know. Yeah. But uh, speaking of Jason, man, my favorite kill. It's probably one of my favorites of all time too. Is the one in Jason X. When he just like gets the um, the chick and like she puts him in the like the frozen carbonite, right? Yeah. And then like she just he just like bashes her head and like you just see her whole head shatter. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's dude. a killer one. That's, that's probably one of my favorite kills, dude. That's heavy yeah, duty that's right a good there. One. That sounds like uh like uh, <laughs> if, if if you could come up with the uh, a, a nice title for it, it'd be a fucking heavy yeah. death metal song would. right there, dude. It would, right? You know. That's I can perfect. I can see a cannibal corpse coming yeah. off, you know, yeah, yeah. crushing it with with a title right. like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's one thing I always loved about uh, about like the cannibal corpse, uh, uh, the the titles, man. Yes, I love it, man. I it, know it doesn't hold back, and the artwork. Yeah, right? dude, it's yes. always brutal. Very you know, good. you know it, that maximum violence. Yeah. The dude, two different versions they had. Yeah. It was sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick stuff. Man. And the lyrics and it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome, man. You can tell those guys are horror fans. Big you know? time, dude. <laughs> right. Did you or have you um, given the Corpse Grinder a solo uh -huh. album a listen yet? Man, you know what? I heard like the single. Um, okay. And it was sick, dude. Like it was badass. Sick, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he came out with the album, and that for whatever reason, I guess it just like fell off my radar. I need to check okay. that out. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. You know, uh, because I watch, uh, uh, I listen to that Jasta show all the time. Uh -huh. um, it was done by uh, uh, Jasta's label, Perseverance Music, uh, okay. PMC, mm -hmm. Perseverance Music Company. Yeah, and the guys he has been using for Tim Ripper Owens' uh, solo album and D. Snyder's solo albums are uh, Charlie and Nick Belmore. Charlie's a guitar player and Nick's a drummer. Um, they had the same bass player. Uh, I can't think of his name, but those two guys, uh, along with Jamie, um, really do a pretty good job of producing some good music really? for for these uh, oh, vocalists, shit. man. I and, didn't know he did that. They came hard with that, mm -hmm. uh, with the Corpse Grinder mm -hmm. uh, recording. 
Now yeah. it's 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 not it's not as heavy as, as Cannibal Corpse as far as uh, mm -hmm. uh, the technicality and the brutality of some right. of the riffage, but it's 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 good, man. Yeah. It's, it's cool to see good. him like do that, you know? Like, right, man. Like, a just solo like, project, right? Hell you, yeah! Because yeah, no that one name, else has done that. That name alone is sick. Corpse yes. Grinder, you know, big time. So yeah, I think that's really cool of him. Yeah, do. man. It's just. Uh, I wonder if he would ever what a like brand. take that out. As a tour, or like if he plans to just keep that as a record thing, you know, uh, D. Snyder went on tour and then he took the the uh, the brothers with him. Uh -huh. They did really good. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And um, he's got the that name Corpse right. Grinder. Um, because none got of the, the other guys power. are in it, right? Like none of the other Camel guys. No, no, right? It's yeah. got the star power where yeah, yeah. where yeah, he could do a fucking solo yeah. solo tour. That's cool. We go out because you know we're gonna get at least one or two Cannibal songs. Yeah, you know, like uh, a cover or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll get we'll get a couple of them. We got to come on. You can't <laughs> yeah, do this yeah. like that, George. All right, <laughs> but uh, but it's it's good. It's yeah. good. I really like where he's going with that. Mm -hmm. So Jason, Jason's is a my killer. guy. Yeah, all right. He's just my guy, man. Like I love Michael, and I think like I like to dress up as Michael. Like I I can pull off a good Michael. You pull cosplay. a great Michael because you, yeah, you're tall, I got the like height, Mike. right? Yeah, uh huh. And the build. Yeah, yeah. But mm -hmm. like Jason, I don't know, man. I just think. There's something about him that like I just like because I feel like with Michael he's more like uh, he does things that I don't agree with and like one is like Michael kills and like he's kind of like sick and he'll kill a puppy and I don't like that yeah <laughs> you know like, yeah. that you know, takes like, me back to the first movie dude <laughs> when they find the dead dog in there in the house Michael kills dogs what the, you know yeah like, dude. and I get it he's like He's a psycho. He's a savage. Yeah. Psychopath. You know, he's a, and he did like they like I like the the Rob Zombie take on it, how like they experiment like with Michael doing that as a kid. Right. So I understand that. Like yeah. it's like a psychological thing. Mm -hmm. But I guess with Jason, I always felt like um I could be wrong, man, but I feel like he's got boundaries. <laughs> you know, and he like doesn't kill dogs. And I right. think he's like he, there's been an opportunity like where he he could have uh -huh. and kids and like kids he doesn't too. kill kids mm -hmm. michael fucking kills kids dude that's you know true. like you know yeah man so i think that that's another debate like who's scarier because michael's scary dude he'll fucking kill anyone you're right you know you don't have those kind of limitations you know? right yeah but jason i feel like uh he's just out for revenge and he's still not fucking giving up that counselor's let him to fucking drown, you know, because right. they were too busy partying and having mm -hmm. sex and doing all stuff. these counselors. So like, pay. so like he kills those specifically, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I, it's almost as like, as <laughs> this is funny, right? As, <laughs> as uh horrible as a person he is, it's like, I can respect him. Yeah. He's still, he's, he, he, he takes a moral high ground <laughs> yeah, out yeah. of the two killing. Right. right? God, he doesn't he, kill kids, man. Like, yeah. he, like there's a, a, I think in part six, he goes to the camp and he's like walking in. All those kids are like sleeping. Yeah. It could have been a madhouse, you know? But no. He doesn't kill him. That's right. You yeah. know, so it's like I got to tip my hat to you, Jason. You know, you're a I nice got, guy. <laughs> I feel you're coming from exactly, yeah, yeah. bro. I gotta leave the kids out of it, right? Leave yeah, the, I don't. I don't need to see movies and where, the dogs, man. Kids. You know, mm, right? I'm a dog lover, right? Man. Me too, man. So like, but then, but then I get that. You know, Michael's just a savage, and that's what you know? the, yeah, it plays He's a psycho. It, it's part of the, uh, you know? the building of the character, right? And, and shows you that he'll that's, kill. It's no matter what, you no know? matter what. So it's like. 
who's scarier, you know? Yeah, that, right. That's, there, there's that question. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> now, I got an idea for a metal horror movie uh-huh. that I'm going to pitch to you real quick. All right. It's about a badass band like Dream Theater. All right. Oh yeah. We're not talking about no slouches. We're talking guys that are fucking amazing guitar players, uh, drummers. Everybody in the band is heavy hitters, heavy hitters. So a badass band like Dream Theater, but their guitarist is another John Petrucci, but he's a serial killer. Oh shit! All right, and he kills when he's on tour, just at oh. random. All right, but he never kills a fan. Uh-huh. All right. He's like it's, Jason. He's got boundaries. Yes, yeah. right. His weapon of choice is a knife. And okay. it's because he loves the feeling of, of the knife punctuating, uh, penetrating flesh. And do the guys in the band know? No, the guys don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for, you know, around a decade. And the police still don't know who he is Shit. until a fan sees the guitarist one night uh, on a night off between the gigs talking to a guy that. Then he sees that the same guy's body was found stabbed to death. Oh, shit. Yeah, man. so he's starting thinking, hey, I just saw him with that guy last night. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he's thinking, like, what the, what if, what if this dude killed him? It couldn't be. Yeah, right? exactly. He's right? a legend guitar player, right? Right. He's out, he's out and there. And there's never been anything else yeah. to him that would point that he's never shown any sign, kind of sign of, of that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So I feel like <laughs> like we could do something with yeah, that. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. I like I like marrying the, the metal world mm-hmm. with, with, with the slasher world. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And and a knife is, is one of those kind of things that that uh um you can transport with you pretty much anywhere. Right. And you keep it with you. And uh-huh. it's something that that you know you're not gonna dispose of the murder weapon. He keeps the same knife with him all the time, and that's yeah, his yeah. that's his favorite. Yeah. And um he does it so much at random and on tour that it's happening in different places, you know, at different times of the year, and people really can't explain it. The mm-hmm. bodies are just showing up, but he's smart about his killing. Yeah. And he hasn't gotten like, caught for 10 yeah, years. Yeah, it can't be this guy, you know, he's on tour delivering this music, you know. When he would just, he have he time? In a, to, he's in yeah. town for one day. Yeah, yeah. And he pretty much he's with the band throughout. And he's out, yeah. But he, and he's he, really good at covering his tracks. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, um if I'm able to, you know, you know, with me doing things with like South Texas Media, who does uh, movie production and stuff like that, uh-huh. sometimes my past might cross with the right people. Oh, cool. So if I'm able to get us this idea going with, with somebody involved with the movie, would you maybe be interested in being the guitar player the that guy. does the serial killing dude the slasher you know right? what i mean because you could bring it both <laughs> yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i mean you could bring the the skill of the yeah, guitar yeah. playing uh, of the reality of that right right and then yeah it could also be the killer the too. killer yeah that's pretty awesome man yeah Something there's probably like about. so many like creative kills too right like you know mm-hmm. he like kills with this pedal board you know or like you know <laughs> Like headstock in the mouth kind of thing. We yeah, could have some Kurt, fun with it. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, there needs to be. I love that concept, man. Like anytime, like there's metal and horror. Yeah, that's freaking badass. Pretty guy. cool. Yeah, I love that. I think there's a home for that. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Very cool pitch. Anyway, just the yeah, just a pitch, yeah, just an yeah, idea. Man. Right? I like that. Now I want to kind of get into you know our love for animation. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up watching um, cartoons every day after school, yeah. and I look forward to getting to get home and checking those out. Mm-hmm. And really looked uh, forward to Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, I love the uh, the Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner show. Right. I love the uh, another show kind of like that called the Laugh Olympics. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The WD uh, WWE All Stars. You know, they yeah. got so popular that they got their own cartoon show. Oh, really? Okay. And uh, Dungeons and Dragons was another one of my favorite. And of course, I love Spider-Man, the different yeah. uh, cartoons that he's done throughout the, throughout the, the, the decades. And Super Friends. Mm-hmm. I always liked the Super Friends oh, yeah, and yeah. like the Legion of Doom. Yeah. I like that. What did you grow up watching? Yeah, what man. Kind of did oh, you man. I was all into that, man. Like I miss those days of like Saturday mornings, waking up, rushing to grab my bowl of cereal yeah. and like tuning uh-huh. in, man. Like I would watch X-Men, you know. Um, I would watch like the Spider-Man cartoon and then um, back to the days like after school, man, like recently, this was a huge hit on my heart, man, because we had the passing of Kevin Conroy, who played the legendary Batman in the animated series. And dude, I just I love that show so much. It's like rushing home after school. I remember it'd be like last period. I would hurry up, finish my work so I could like catch the bus, make it in time to watch, you know, Batman after school, man. So that was a really yeah. that was a really good one. I had a chance to meet him in San Antonio too, man. And I took my little out of Batman animated series action figure and Whoa. he signed it to Daniel. You know, it was it was great. You know, what so meeting meeting awesome that guy. Collectible yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, man. So Batman, and then of course, um, all the Nicktoons, man. Like I, okay. like I said, back to the conversation of being a dad. I'm excited uh-huh. to like share these with my daughter, you know, like yeah. Watching Doug and and Rugrats and Rugrats, uh, you know yeah. Rocco's Modern Life, Ah <laughs> yeah. Real Monsters, Hey Arnold, all those yeah, man, bro, I love it, and I yeah. can still watch them today. Yep. And what's cool about that, and uh, maybe there's a show today, but I f- I I haven't found it, but I feel like in those shows, especially Doug, man, there's like valuable life lessons that like. That you can get take away from that. Yeah, a kid can take away from, you know? Yeah. Like in every episode, you know, things are happening to Doug and and he learns from it at the end. And like as a kid, I would like, it would have an impact on me, you know? And like, I feel like today I can't name a show that has that, you know, like a modern show like that, that has that for kids. I'm not aware of it if there is, you know? And so that's something that I miss about like those 90s cartoons. I felt like. There was always like those life lessons, even like the the sitcoms, like Saved by the Bell. Okay, I love that man. Yeah. Like there was like life lessons in every episode, man. big time. You know what I mean? Right. So I feel like watching that and, and just growing up, you know, I took away things. I feel like, um, like even though it's like dated, I can still like show my daughter that you know. And, right. Like, it's just like yeah. we can we can sit together and enjoy it, you know, because I don't know. And I'm sure there's going to be something that comes around by the time she's a, a older that maybe has it. But I I just don't know of anything yeah. modern day that has those yeah, kind of valuable yet. life lessons. I don't yeah. know, man. Do you know of any? No, I yeah. can't think of one right off the bat. Yeah. And it makes those other shows that much valuable. Right. Um, timeless. Very timeless, man. Right? And, and I like that. At, at, you know, as I was growing up, um, the Brady Bunch 
Oh yeah, it was yeah. kind of what I'm what I thought life was yeah. going to be like because right. the way the way it was modeled and all <laughs> that. And my parents were divorced at, at the age of six. Oh, okay. So you know them being a uh, coming from uh, two to broken homes coming together and their their families, you know, having to get along and all that. I kind of always hoped that maybe that was going to happen in my life. You know, my yeah. dad was going to remarry and they're she's going to have some kids and I'm going to have some instant brothers and sisters and stuff like that. Unfortunately, life don't work out like yeah. that. You know what I mean? And it ain't the Brady Bunch. Yeah. And but I got a lot of great stories. I, I, a lot right. of cool little lessons from there. But um, those kind of those kind of shows, I, I, I did. You know, me being a uh, a single child or only child. Oh, me um, too. I was raised. You know, well, you know where I'm coming from. Yeah. I was kind of raised a lot by the TV and those kind me of shows. Too. You know. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I kind of was expecting as I got older. And at the same time, they kind of, uh, they shaped me. Right. You know what I mean? I kind of, I, well, I like the positivity of it. I like the the good role models and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And those, it kind of shaped me into where I am today. Me too, you man. Know? So I, 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 I try to take some good things from all that stuff. And, and I want to share with, with, with my kids as yeah. they were growing up. And, you know, some of the stuff, you know, they were able to, to grasp on. They're like, oh, that's that's one of their favorite shows, too. Yeah. But um, some of the stuff was just too dated. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it's, it's you know, they had other things that coming out, like the Wonder Years that, okay. that, that kind of picked up where, where other shows kind of left off. And, right. But it was, they were picked up at a different era as well. Mm -hmm. You know, but um, those Saturday morning cartoons, uh, they... Um, they, they definitely left them, uh, an impression on me, mm -hmm. and they don't make them like they used to. They don't. They don't, man. And even like like legacy characters, you know what I mean? Like talking about like, you know, you're watching, you're gaining things from them and gaining influence. Like a big one for me, and we talked about Star Wars. I think like Luke Skywalker was like a huge hero for me, or like a legacy character. Yeah, you know, and I feel like like today. I just don't feel like there's characters like that. You know what I mean? That right. like, that just have that heroic lasting legacy. And there might be, maybe I I just haven't found them, you know? Yeah. But like maybe like, we haven't. I don't know. Yeah. But like Luke Skywalker was like a huge one for me, or like, you know, Daniel LaRusso from Karate Kid was another Man, one. I love the Cobra Kai. Yeah. yeah. I love it's Cobra great, Kai. Right? Dude. It's Isn't great, it? dude. I love yeah. how they, they got all the, the the same faces. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it just it, it just picks up in like real time. Yeah, yeah. And this is how they're living their life and bam, right. they're reliving it all over yeah, again. Yeah, now. yeah. So well done. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's awesome. I can definitely relate, you know, being an only child and like watching them and just, you know, those are my heroes. Yeah. You know, seeing them there and and I can still feel that, like, watching them. Like, when I watch Cobra Kai, uh -huh. like, I'm still rooting for Daniel, you know? Yes, bro. Yeah, I yeah. know, man. Like, when he kicked uh, Silver's ass in the last dude, one, man. Dude, yes, that was bro. awesome, right? That was tight. Like, fuck yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, that was so tight. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, what do you think about shows like Metalocalypse? Oh, yeah. Man, Metalocalypse is, is a great, like, it's a great show, man. Great success, right? Yeah. And that, like that guy is it Brendan Smalls? Brendan Smalls. Yeah, dude, what he's a genius. The hell? He sure is, right? Because yes. he like writes the shows and right, and they <laughs> yes. like the music is freaking badass. That's our kind of shit, right, right there. Dude. It's awesome, man. Bringing it to the table, dude, dude, yeah. Death metal, playing right? it, and then creating a a, a, a a show that's gonna go on the road. Yeah. Holy oh, shit! Right. right. 
and he's taken it out before. I haven't yeah, had a chance. I think like to twice. See. Yeah, I haven't With had a chance Gene to see Gene Hoagland on drums. Oh, right. Holy dude. shit, the yeah, legend, dude. Right. Gene. Yeah, yeah. And he's like actually like playing the stuff. Yeah. And it's not easy shit. No, you know? bro. No, yeah. it's hard. It's hard stuff. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, that's what the band's playing. The, metal, yeah. the biggest band in the world is a fucking right? death metal band. It's so and cool, And they're running man. shit. The government's always yeah, yeah. trying to stop them. And I know. It's you know? funny. It's funny, man. Yeah. It's really cool and clever. And I, I always kind of felt like uh, some of those characters were like modeled. Yeah, like I felt like a. I feel like Nathan Explosion was like corpse grinder, right? Dude, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, it's the, cool. The physique, the hair, yeah. you know, just what you yeah. would kind of imagine corpse grinder would be like. Even though if you met him before, like well, like I have, you yeah. know, he's the, he's, he's not super like nice that, guy, right. but the persona, he's like, you know, yeah, doesn't maybe maybe talk too much, yeah, yeah, but you know, kick anybody's ass, you know, I know, yeah, dude, it's really cool, man. There's like little like uh, Easter eggs, like. They were like at a burger joint. It was like Dimu Burger or something, <laughs> right? And yeah, it yes, was like badass. it's cool, man. Yeah, is it still around, man? Like, I don't do think they it, still. I don't think they have put any new series okay. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I but, gotta like go back and check that out. It's man. always it's fun probably, recapturing. Yeah, I'm watching those. You know, right. I wonder if it's like on a swim. It's, is it on the streaming service somewhere? Or? I'll have oh, to check that out. You man. know what? I want to say you can find it on HBO Max. Okay. Yeah. Right on. And. Yeah. Wow, dude, love Metal Apocalypse. Yeah. When I found, right. when I discovered it, it was like the second season, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "How the fuck did I miss this show?" Yeah, you know, yeah. But, but you know, um, maybe I was already in my forties, and the other guys that are in their forties don't watch cartoons, yeah, yeah, or they don't watch Adult Swim. <laughs> but luckily, my kid does, yeah. so I'm, you know, it's on, and he uh -huh. falls asleep. So I'm like, "What the hell yeah. is this going on?" And you know, I, another show I like was like Space Ghost. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. Space Ghost. That was a yeah, lot yeah. of fun. And, yeah, yeah. And yeah, but so when Adult Swim starts coming mm -hmm. on, I start catching Metal Lock yeah. Phillips one night. I'm like, holy shit. Right? Yeah. Show for Metalheads. Yes. It, dude, it, yeah. was, it was it was the best. And it, it called to me. That but, was really sick, dude. What do you think of Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty, man, like that's one that I haven't really watched. Um, but I've seen a few episodes. Okay. And like I want to get into it because like it seems really funny. And the one episode I saw was really good. Uh, I forgot what it was all about because it's been a while, but I just like the idea of like he's a scientist, right? And yeah, it's really cool, you know. Yes, bro. <laughs> so I need and, to check that out. And it's 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 definitely uh, on the adult tip. Uh, there's a lot of cursing in it. Yeah, you know, he's a scientist and he just fuck this, and you know, right? And he's very uh, <laughs> uh, animated in his language and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But it's it's so far out with fantasy. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. They're going in outer space and they're, right. you know, fighting monsters and all kinds of shit, and they man. can teleport. Yeah, yeah. And so it really has no boundaries. That's and cool, it just, man. It's it's a lot of fun. That's 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 I another one my son got out. me into. Really? That, that every time it comes, I was like, oh shit, Rick and Morty, I got to watch it. Mm -hmm. Got to kind of get caught. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. So there's that's still going around, right? Like yes. Still, okay. One of my favorite episodes, and I gotta gotta mention. So if you're if you're able to look up one, mm -hmm. it's Pickle Rick. You know what? I think that's the one I saw. Oh shit! I think that's the one I it's saw. It's incredible, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he changes himself into a pickle. Yeah, yeah. And then he's trying to get himself to change back into himself. But <laughs> it, the journey he goes into finally being able to uh, uh, metamorphose him, mm -hmm. his, metamorphosize himself back into his original body uh, has him 
trying to go through this freaking adventure of trying to save his life or even uh, kills a rat. A rat tries to eat him and then really? he ends up killing the rat. Yeah, then he, yeah. uses, he uses the rat skin as like, like armor, you know, yeah, super dude. far out, dude. That's Yeah, that's the one, man. I, I do remember that. That's awesome, man. It's unforgettable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. What do you think about Beavis and Butthead? Oh, I love Beavis and yeah. Butthead. I didn't get a chance to see their latest movie. Of hilarious course. dude oh i'm so missing good. out that's on yeah, universal yeah. i don't have and they app. have a few i have a few new episodes too oh cool but what was cool right is like when they were like doing the music videos remember yeah that yes. yeah yeah that was that's really what cool. i used to love you know right they, that would either come on usually around headbangers ball mm -hmm. either before or after that and uh yeah dude it was always funny yeah. how they would you know tear apart make the fun. videos and yeah. make fun of them and shit so like now on the new ones they're like going through tiktoks and stuff and making fun of that so it's oh, like they're like youtubers it's hilarious man. they modernized yeah, it. yeah 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 it's so funny you gotta wow, check it out dude, dude. i'm yeah. definitely gonna watch that one mm -hmm. what do you think about uh boondocks have you caught boondocks? any boondocks i haven't seen that man what is that dude it's for it's um it's 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 an urban movie about a couple of a uh, uh, couple of African American kids and their grandfather, and is it an animation or animation? Okay, and it's it's hilarious. Really, it's hilarious, dude. And it's it's all from uh, just talking about their little world uh, from their perspective and their their kids that are probably about mm, ten to thirteen. You know, and the, sh the show's been on for a little while, so they've grown a little bit, but. That perspective, and one of them is 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 almost like an activist. You know, he sees everything like hey, everybody's trying to hold us down and said, hey, "We're going to revolt, revolt, we're going to fight the power and all this." Yeah, and it, the different personalities that are on there, and it's it's definitely uh, geared towards adults. Yeah, so it's it's got okay. a, a lot of adult themes in it and stuff like that. Wow, I've never even heard of that one. Man. It's funny. Where's that on? Or the, what's Boondocks, that on? Another HBO Max. HBO. Okay. Yeah, check it out um a lot of familiar voices will be on there and stuff mm -hmm. so i think you might like that yeah yeah how about south park man are you, are you oh right? dude south park's old school i definitely I love like that's probably my favorite show man really I love south, south park, park man. killer all right dude i just love how they don't they don't care you know yeah the park they're just yeah, Trey they're Parker, just, they're just out yeah. like they can make an episode and i love how like quick they are with their turnarounds, keep man. It, you know, you know, they keep it current, and they're able to like make an episode like that, and it's yeah. always hilarious, man. It cracks me up, man. <laughs> I love South Park so much. I, I can watch yeah. the movie anytime. That first one they put out, right? I love it, dude. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Now another one I like that uh, that came out that's on Amazon Prime is a, a series called The Boys, and they got an animated uh, animated version. Uh, that that was kind of a spinoff to that called Diabolical. Mm -hmm. Have you seen any of that? Those episodes of Diabolical? Um, no, I haven't. Wow! Is, and you and you haven't seen an episode. Is the of boys the, like? Is that the superhero? The bad superhero. The bad. Okay, I've yeah. heard about it. I've heard about it. People have, like recommended it to me, but I haven't checked it out. Try it. Yeah, yeah. Try it if you like uh, the superheroes like I do, uh -huh. like the Avengers and all them. Yeah. This is a uh, like. Um, the Avengers in modern time, uh -huh. uh, but real people. And they're bad? They're bad, bro. They're bad. They have the opportunity to save lives and stuff, but uh -huh. sometimes they're like, nah, nah, it's, you know, <laughs> it's not going to happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it just, it, it's it's such a, like a bizarre world of what we're used to seeing from superheroes uh -huh. and and what we expect from, from, from them that uh, it's got me. 
It's so are they villains or are they good guys? They're basically they're good guys okay. that are they're well they're taking they're taking a drug that okay. that gives them the powers. Okay. Yeah, some of them may have may have been born with a mother that was given the powers. So they're a little bit more authentic. They were they were born with it rather than someone that's already been born and then takes the power, you know, and then gets the injections. Um I see them more like villains. Mm-hmm. that are marketed to the public as good guys oh, okay. because they they have a marketing team they have a big company that 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 takes care of them and yeah. um dude it's it's unreal nice. it's unreal and it's uh because it's so fresh because i'm so used to seeing you know the avengers and all that all that stuff that that is very uh yeah sure it's it's not a copycat of the actual comic but it's a different take of it but it's it's never you never can imagine Iron Man doing some of the shit that this guy does. Yeah, you know, and here, uh, right? Um, um, I'm thinking Homelander is just he's he's out of it, dude. It's almost like he's a serial killer. He's so messed up in the head uh-huh. that uh, I know you would dig it. Yeah, give yeah. it a try. Give That's it a try, awesome, man. That's on Prime, you said. Yeah, Amazon, Amazon Prime, okay. and they've got three seasons, uh-huh. and it's super freaking gory. Wow, super good. And yeah, yeah. Mm, CGI, I don't maybe not. Yeah, but there's a part where a uh, um, there's a guy that has skin that's un unimp- you can't penetrate it. He's like a diamond. And the way they kill him, they stick a bomb up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> they blow him inside out. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you can't get into him, we're gonna blow him inside mm-hmm. out. So it's and blood everywhere, wow. dude. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it blew me away. That was one nice. of like the one of the one of the last uh Season finale so for one of the what's shows. What's the other show you were saying? It's not. It's, it's actually it's it's an animated takeoff uh, from the boys. Mm-hmm. So they they recognize the company that 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 sponsors all the superheroes and all that. So that's part of it. But it's like a about some extra characters that that are just definitely villains. And okay. and they do a bunch of fucked up shit, and that's why they call it diabolical. Oh, so there's no playing around. It's not like like yeah, this is gonna be a, um, a cool take on what you've already seen in, in the boys. No, it's gonna take what you've seen in the boys and even take it even further. Wow, making it even more sick. Yeah, yeah. So dang, it's radical. That's cool, man. It's radical. So let's get to my last segment of the of, of what we're gonna be doing for today, and it's it's one of my favorite parts of our interviews, and it's called draw the line. Draw the line. That's, that's all right. So let's finish. Fun. Let's finish strong. I want to talk about some of the names that we've kind of covered in in our in our talk today, and if you were to get them to if you were to get some of these musician, musicians to play alongside you, if you had a choice, which one would you be picking out of these guys? So let me start off with my first pair. The first pair I'm going to go with is a couple of guys that were hugely influential in your guitar playing. And I'm talking about if you had a choice between a second guitar playing, second guitar playing player with you in your own solo band, you had a choice between John Petrucci or Michael Romeo. Wow. Who would you bring into the mix? Hick. Yeah. To play with me, like if I had a band or something. Right. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> that's a pretty that's a that's a tough one that's a tough one yeah because yeah. i know where how, how high they are in right. the esteem of, of you know uh-huh you love these guys yeah yeah man they're both great songwriters so i'm looking at it through that lens because like i'm not even gonna match them with the chops right right like all right there. just match they play you do anything. your thing there you know what i really appreciate john you know okay. 
for for like the songwriting and the lyrics that he writes. Like he he writes a lot of the Dream Theater lyrics. Wow. And so that's kind of that. Yeah, he does. So he's got a really creative mind. And I think just just having that in the band is like, yeah, he's known for the shredding and the guitar playing, but he brings a lot of other stuff to the table. Like he's a master in tone and gear. So yes. like he and he produces a lot of the Dream Theater albums. So just wow. having that, yeah, I think takes that band to the next level, you know, and then being able to write the lyrics. Yeah. So I just think brings having a lot to the table. Michael's obviously amazing too. He does a lot too. He he composes most of the Symphony X stuff as well. But um I guess I'll just I'd pick Petruccio. Okay. <laughs> they, you can't go wrong with either, you yeah. know what I mean? But you're right. When it comes to the songwriting uh-huh. and the different um different tools that, that John brings to the table mm-hmm. to the band mm-hmm. that um it's, it's uh yeah speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. You, you need him. Yeah. So the next two guys, next two guys uh come from a different era, but also, you know, um were were game changers in in, in the world of guitar. Wow. Now if you had this band coming together mm-hmm. and you needed another guy to 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 be the second guitar player. Who would you pick between Inve Momstein and Eddie Van Halen? Oh wow! <laughs> well, it almost kind of feels like without Eddie, you're not going to have Inve, right? I could see that you exactly know? how one would lead to the next. Yeah, he's definitely influenced by him, right? But I guess am I am I like speak? I'm speaking on my personal influence, right? Yeah, and kind of like the my player, the players I like and stuff. You know, everybody, of course, draws from the source. And I feel like Eddie's the source of taking guitar to a higher level, right? Yeah. With new techniques. Experimenting. Right? Yeah. But, of course, Yngwie comes out with, with the speed and the, the neoclassical fusion. And, yeah, you know, classical and, fusion. And the, the, the attention to technique, mm-hmm. right? Which is something that I think I've taken a lot away from guitar is, like, focusing a lot on technique. Yeah. You know? So I'm going to have to go Ingve. <laughs> okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everybody. But, uh, <laughs> I, you no, know, I, yeah. No, I res- rest in peace, Eddie. Of, of course, course you know, man. God bless. Man, we love right? Eddie. Yes. Of course. But um, yeah, and just in terms of like, I think there's another guy coming in who's taking guitar to um, mm-hmm. new areas with the focus of technique I'm gonna have to go anyway. Yeah. And it's your band. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta right, you right. gotta tailor yourself yeah, yeah. By, by surrounding your yeah, people yeah. that are gonna bring out, you know, the strengths. Right. Not only in you, but he in may them. not be the uh the nicest guy to work with though. Right. That's the other side <laughs> of the story. <laughs> you know, yeah. we've all heard how Eve's kinda you yeah. know, rough around the edges and uh oh. You know, uh, maybe that ba- that band's not gonna last. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Shit. God damn. Yeah. But Eddie just mm-hmm. it was such a big loss when we when we lost him. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, he was such a you know, I, I think of Eddie and I think of his smile. Mm-hmm. He always just Smiling. looked so happy all the time. Doing what he was doing. And great backup vocalist, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. he wasn't no Michael Anthony. Right. Uh, but he was a fucking badass singer. He was always there. Um just uh amazing talent amazing talent and and just like all he did for guitar you know yeah just as an instrument Mm -hmm. from not just the playing and the songs but the gear yeah you know what i mean yep just like a a master of like refining and like pushing tone to another level you know 
changing guitars, amps, the EVH amps, dude, like right. have been huge yes. for like death metal, you know, big like, time for like high gain, you know. So it's like just that alone, man. Just he's done so much. What a massive legacy. Right? Right, yeah, exactly. Behind. Right. Wow. So looking at it at that lens, it's kind of like he's definitely got that over. He does got that you know what I mean? right. Yeah. yeah. But we're talking about the band and who yeah, you yeah, need yeah. To, to to be your right hand man. And <laughs> and you know what? Uh, growing up, my friends, we always used to argue about who was better, Randy Rhodes or Inve Momstein. And I was oh, the Inve really? Momstein guy. Yeah. Um, just because I I really dug that that um that that Viking sound that he had. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Swedish. The, the song, yeah. You know, yep. what I, mean? I am a Viking. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, yeah. Jeff Scott Soto right there right. doing the vocals. He's and, my favorite singer. Man, I'm that telling he had. you, he's amazing. Yeah. And he's still got some right. great chops. Dude, Jeff still is still kicking ass. Dude, Jeff is awesome. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Man. One I'm, of my favorites. Me too. Yeah. Me too, man. And uh, the keyboard player was it Jules um, Anderson, I think. He really was, he played right off of Inve. You know, they would Jens, kind of echo Jens, Jens Johansson. Jens yeah, yeah. Johansson. Because yes. he's in Stradivarius now. I'm like, I should know this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jens Johansson, man. He's awesome. The way they would kind of, you know, they right. do a solo and the hip come back and, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of, you know, that was a game changer, too. Mm -hmm. I love Marching Out. Yeah. That's one of my favorites right there. That's probably there. the best one, right? Or yeah. my favorite one. One of yeah. my favorites right there. Yeah. And then he got more into doing, you know, more hits. Right. You know, because um, I really like Odyssey, too. Odyssey kicked I liked ass. It. Yeah. But that's like, got the hits you know right right and that's cool i like it yeah, they were, yeah. They're fucking great right and who else did he get i think he uh trilogy had joe lynn turner yeah yeah that uh you don't remember i'll never forget right that's, that's a, a better, great one that's mm -hmm. a great song right there yeah well let me keep going yeah sure here's, here's two other awesome guys okay that are beloved in in the hard rock world who would you i i i, I it, it rolls off my time I, I think i know who you're gonna pick but <laughs> If you had to get one of these guys right here, mm -hmm. would you go with Steve Vai or the spaceman, Joe Satriani? Oh, yeah. I don't want to say this is easy, but like I already have my pick right away. <laughs> is it such? It's Vi, dude. It's Vi. Yeah, wow, it's I thought I was yeah. going the other way. Yeah, really? Okay. I love You got me. Steve I didn't see that Vi, coming. Vi, man. He yeah. is such a like beautiful soul. Like yeah. just his spirit and everything. Like Satch is like phenomenal, of course. And like, um, but I guess for me personally, I just kind of tailored more to the, the Steve Vai spectrum. Cool. Even though I don't really consider like myself like a Steve Vai guy who learned his licks and stuff. Like if you sure. were to like, hey man, show me a Steve Vai lick, I probably couldn't even play one. But like the music and like his performance and like just his like spiritual like philosophy and some of his songs, man, like building the church. And the stuff that he's gone into doing, like some of his songs, um, I just think he's the freaking man, dude. He's yeah. like, he's just still out there and like seeing him in concert, like his concerts are like such a magical experience. Like I've seen him live a few times. I've seen Joe too. Awesome. And, and Joe's great. And he's like, you know, of course, another master, you know, and I think what Joe brought to the guitar world is more like bringing instrumental music more accessible to people you know like where okay. it could be like like a song structure that's kind of like like if you were to imagine a vocalist you know the the guitar is carrying it you know more yeah. melody and stuff but i guess uh i think 
I've been more, I was more, I've always been more into the, the, the kind of the technicality and Joe's te- can be a technical guy. Right. Right. But, uh, I feel like Vi is just more technical, yeah. you know, he's, he's a, a little more, uh, up my alley. Personally. I dig it. You know I what I mean? It. Yeah. Now let me say, uh, let me ask you, you seen Crossroads? Yes, isn't it badass? I, I love know. it, dude. I love, yeah, I love, I love seeing the, that. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> versus the Karate Kid, dude. It's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. The devil, dude. Right. It's it. What a story. You know, it's kind of like a, based off the Robert Johnson kind uh-huh. of the folklore of, the, of yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Right. We we're I just talking it, about that, like, because my wife has never seen it. And I'm like, oh, we got to pop. It's that a fun on. movie, yeah, for yeah. sure, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I need to show Lori that one too. And like, uh, they have that battle, and I just laugh every yes. time because, like, man, I'm like, Steve, you could destroy him. Of you course, know? man. It's kind of yes. funny because his acting, like, you can tell he's like failing on purpose, you know? Yeah, <laughs> man. Because we all know. Yeah, right, shit. right. But also, man, like, it was cool. I looked into that. Like, Ralph Macchio really put a lot of work in. Into learning. To learning and mimicking the parts. And so, like, that's yeah. also really cool. I've always respected him as an actor for that. To put the work you know? in like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. It's re- he's really good in it. I'm trying to think of uh, the movie Rockstar. Oh, um, yeah, it's awesome. Zach played in that one, right? Yeah, Zach, Zach was one of the guitar yeah, yeah, players. Yeah. I want to say it seemed like maybe there was a scene or, or something that reminds me that maybe it it didn't look like it was going along with the music. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. but that's what that's what kind of remind me of that is yeah. of, of you know Ralph Macho puts in the time and you know an actor trying to pick up a guitar to right. to to, uh, to really play the character. Yeah, to to the best of his extent. Yeah, that's tight. I really respect that man. That's really yeah. tight. He's on my bucket list of guys to meet, man. I, I really would love to meet Ralph Macchio. That would be cool, bro. I, hey, he's going to end up at one of those cons. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be there, yeah. dude. Or, or if not him, um, the other one, I'm thinking of, oh, you got to help me out. Who was his nemesis on there? Johnny Lawrence. Johnny, right? yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. Johnny's Johnny, dude. badass, Johnny, dude. dude. Yeah, yeah. If they come together, that'd be, what a package. Yeah. But that, that's too good to be true. Yeah, yeah. And but, then Sensei Crease, you know, that'd yeah, be cool, too. Yeah, man. All those guys. All those it's guys. such a great show. Yeah. Super show. Super mm-hmm. show. Let's keep on going. Yeah, yeah. I got a few more of these real quick. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about some death metal vocalists. Wow. You know, we talked about the, you know, Metallica's up there for metal. But when it comes to death metal, there's only one band, and that's Cannibal. Nobody's has been doing it as long as they have, playing, um, headlining the shows, right. being consistent, and just they're at the top of the crop. And mm-hmm. they've had two of the best vocalists right there. Yeah, uh, They started out with Chris Barnes, and of course mm-hmm. right now they got uh, Corpse Grinder. So you're building your band, yeah, and yeah. you need to get one of these guys. Right. Which one would it be? Chris or George? Yeah, Chris or George. Yeah. Is another easy one for me, man. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely going George. All right. You know, just because, uh, like Chris, I felt like just fell off and he couldn't keep up with the band, man. And I feel like that alone kind of like speaks to, uh, you know, what the band's trying to do. And if mm-hmm. your singer can't like catch on or like be on board, it's going to slow you down. And yeah, and that's exactly what the case was, you know, like, uh, the band wanted to take it to an, another level. You get more technical and, and faster, and they needed the vocals to match that. Be able to keep up. Chris yep. was kind of like, you know, holding behind, and he wanted to kind of do his own thing over the the riffs and stuff. And so, uh, 
they had to make that change, man. If they yeah. if they didn't make that change, I don't think they would like be able to deliver what they're doing. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I just think yeah, that was the perfect change bringing George in and uh, and also his stage presence, man. Yeah. I don't know how he freaking does those windmills, those windmills dude. dude I'm it's telling insane. You. I think that's why he's you know? called the neck too, because a lot of that that action <laughs> yeah. just doing that his is huge. Neck huge. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, does he go to the gym and work out his neck? I know, right? right? You would think he's on that, that one yeah, thing yeah. that just works on your neck right yeah. there. Oh, dude. But I wouldn't be surprised. All those swirls, right? That'd be funny if you're at if you're at Freedom Fitness <laughs> the same night as, as Cannibal playing in town, you see George in there. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, right. shit, That's he's the warming secret. up. He's warming <laughs> up. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, but he's killer. The presence. You're right. right? Dude, just, oh. Mm -hmm. um, when he came out, and I think his first one with them was Vile. Yep. It, wow, dude. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was up until then, all I knew was was uh, was Chris. So I was like, right. oh, I don't know about this new guy from Monstrosity. Yeah, yeah. Monstrosity kicks ass. Fuck yeah. But I'm wondering, how's he going to, you know, fit in with these guys? And they're like, oh, the, the brutality. It almost, right? He sounds like a killer. Dude, he's killer. And then like that that scream he has, the, yes. the high. Yeah. And he like he carries it on, you know? And like it seems like he'll never end it. Yeah. You know, like man. when he did that on, on Devoured by Vermin, the first track on Vile, I heard that. And I was like, whoa. whoa. You know? It's killer. Chris had done some high pit screens, mm -hmm. but they're short. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real he was of... getting into that stuff on the bleeding, you know? Right. Uh -huh. And then and that's kind of like the direction he wanted to go. And I don't know if you've heard, but like, there's actually the recording of Vile, but with Chris on it. Oh it's called, shit! Yeah, yeah, it's called "Created to Kill." You can find it on YouTube, and uh, I actually have the like one of the Cannibal box sets, and it wow. has that demo in it. It's not all the tracks, but it's uh -huh. most of them. Yeah, and so you can hear what Vile would have been like, but with Chris, and it totally doesn't have the same energy, <laughs> man. It's okay. very different. Yeah. You know, and it wouldn't be what it is today mm -hmm. if Chris were on it. He yeah. just had to do his own thing, man. Like six feet under worked for what yeah. his vocal style, True. Mm -hmm. you know, and um, hey, it's yeah. that's how metal history works. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, last night, as I was hanging out with some of the guys, um, I started thinking about well, we one thing led to another. And you're familiar with the What If animation series that came out of Marvel? Right, yeah, yeah. I think I've caught a few episodes. I thought it was really cool, mm -hmm. but I started thinking about what if we did an animated metal what if? Yeah. Like, um, what if Dimebag didn't get shot? Right. You know what I mean? What if Ozzy never left Black Sabbath? Mm -hmm. um, all these different yeah. kind of scenarios, dude, <laughs> right. where you could really like make a rock and roll cartoon out of it. You yeah. know, um, um, what if Cliff Burton didn't die? And, yeah. and he switched, and it was actually Kirk Hammett who was in that bunk, wow. and we lost Kirk instead of instead of Cliff. That's crazy. You know, it, it just it that makes you wonder. Cool. It would be really fucking cool mm -hmm. um, because there's really no end in sight for that for that kind of a concept for a show like that. Yeah. So something to think about. Don't steal my idea. They if anybody out there, out there, yeah. you got to bring me into the mixer for creating <laughs> this concept. All right. Yeah, you got to do it, man. That sounds cool. That's cool, right? I got two more big ones. All right. Uh -huh. Now. While I was doing some research, mm -hmm. I I caught Colin doing an interview, and I think it's on a podcast called Cali Death Metal. And, oh, right. And he's talking about how, was it Mark Hamilton, the original drummer that mm -hmm. went on to play with Deeds of Flesh? Yeah, Mike Hamilton. Mike, okay. Yeah, he's, he's a legend. Really yeah. sick drummer, dude. Fuck yeah. Fucking heavy as fuck. Uh -huh. So, you know, so there's a little, there's a part of Vile uh -huh. making Deeds of Flesh work. Right. So, 
Another band that I like that's kind of in that same realm right there mm -hmm. is Hate Eternal. All right, fucking killers right there, right? Nasty. Okay, so say now you're <laughs> now you're you, now that you're already a member of Vile, and you know Colin says, "Hey man, we, we've got a choice of either jumping on a tour with Deeds of Flesh or Hate Eternal." Um, I'm good with doing either one. You guys got a preference? Yeah. Who would you Who would you say? Well, let's wow. do this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which one would you pick? Oh man, that's such a that's a that's a tough one, man. Because like I love Deeds, you know, and I I think that would just be such a cool band to see every yeah. night, you know, and um, I never got to see Deeds, you know, rest in peace, Eric Lindmark, the main, you know, guitarist and songwriter. They're still carrying on, you know, yeah. and that'd be cool to see for sure. Yeah. But like, yeah, Deeds in their prime. Let's just kind of think of it like that for sure. Mm -hmm. But um, Hate Eternal is just a freaking monster. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like Eric, like we talked about my three, like, lead guys or just players but i gotta say eric rutan dude he's definitely in my top rhythm Super guys guy, yeah dude he's just a monster riffer you yeah. know what i mean and like he looks like a monster when he's up there right. singing and playing you know he loves it yeah he dude, eats and breathes yeah, this shit yeah he's so badass dude and um just he seems like such a cool guy too right you know just to like hang out with him uh -huh. and talk to so you want to like, work with him you know, yeah i just feel cool. like the experience of like learning from eric since he you know he played with morbid angel you know yes. he's in cannibal now and uh hate eternal course, i'm telling so yeah. yeah okay yeah. i dig yeah. it i dig it you know yeah. uh, the creds there and and yeah. you know that's the man right there right he did a solo on that on that corpse grinder uh -huh. oh he did yeah oh okay. yeah he, he did a uh yeah. he did a he did an interview with Jamie Josta, mm -hmm. and uh, that's how I got to know more about Eric, oh, digging deeper. So he did about, a podcast with? Yeah, with oh, Josta. Dude, oh, dude, I'm going to have to check that out. Listen to it. It's great, yeah. dude. Eric and Jamie, uh, uh -huh. they, they've got a history, oh, and okay. um, so they got a lot to talk about. And nice. so Jamie's like, he pitched to him, hey, I need to I need to get you in the studio and, yeah, yeah. and get you record for right, one of the tracks on Gorp. He's recorded on a lot of bands. Yeah. Eric has. Exactly, you know, he's got a dude. So very that's well cool. rounded exactly right, yeah, so yeah. he's like sure man just send me the track i'll fucking put a solo on it and so that's already all been done mm -hmm. but uh that's where i was able to uh get deeper into who eric rutan is yeah yeah and it's oh, like cool wow. man i'm gonna check that out super mm -hmm. fucking cool nice now we're gonna finish strong here uh -huh. last question on the on our draw the line and with it we're taking it back to the horror horror movie realm all right nice. now we're gonna finish strong <laughs> here and we're talking about two of the 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 masters and i'm leaving one of them out because uh um i'm only going to pick these two and the one i'm leaving out that i just got to throw his name in the, in the hat is stephen king love stephen mm -hmm. king uh, mm -hmm. i followed uh he's just been there ever throughout my whole childhood mm -hmm. um he's been you know I, i've liked christine enough where i wanted to read the book and it's a big fat little short yeah. paperback book <laughs> and and i'm not a reader but it just it makes me want to read because I love the 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 story that's interpreted through the uh, through the motion picture, mm -hmm. so I want to see what like let me see where it all came from, and then you have great wow. great stories like um, uh, Night Shift yeah. and okay. Man Pitch. but yeah. I'm thinking like Night Shift that has all these little short stories oh, in okay, it, okay. Uh, which is an easier read for me. Mm -hmm. But then you got like Pet Cemetery, you got The Shining, uh, oh yeah, um, you've got um, Misery, right, uh, Thinner. Mm -hmm. so, it, I mean, it, yeah, it. I mean, you, you start yeah. a collection of all these guys' horror yeah. movies and stuff, and and uh, he's incredible. Yeah. And now his son Joe Hill is is following his footsteps. He's 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 doing the horror thing. He does a uh, Nosferatu, 
and uh-huh. and uh, he's got a tremendous library of books, and he just kind of picked up where Dad left off, uh, a modern version of yeah. his dad. But these two guys right here, I think, uh, are more along the lines of what we love when we go see a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And the two guys I'm talking about, if you came up with a, 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 a story for a movie or a screenplay, who would you want to have directing it? Wes Craven or John Carpenter? Yes. I'm glad you asked those cool. two, man. All I right. knew you were going to go. Those, those are my two. I was hoping I was guys. on the right track. You know, those are my top two guys, yeah. man. Oh man, yeah, masters, right? Yeah, these are the masters of they horror. Are. I feel like yeah, they are. They dude. really are. You know, uh, John's uh-huh. done so much, and and he, what he brings musically to it yeah. has, has changed the game. Right. Uh, Wes has has done so many great um, stories. stories that yeah. that uh, that are just awesome. Right. Awesome. You know. Really. Um, Wes also did Shocker, right? I think so. That was a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a fun heavy metal movie right uh-huh. there. I love the soundtrack to it. But you know the 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 way he 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 brought out that first Friday the Thirteenth, um, it had a different look to it. It was very B movie like yeah, Nightmare, right? Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. yeah. What did yeah, I say? Yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. But Friday, yeah, Nightmare. I know what you Nightmare yeah, is yeah. exactly what I mean. Right. Scratch that. Correct it. Yeah. Um, but that when he came out with that movie, um, it was it was kind of like. Um, like that first Halloween where there wasn't a lot of big budget into it. There wasn't no big actors in it. Right. Um, but they became, you know, that was Johnny Depp's first movie. Yeah. You know, um, uh, um, Donald, uh, Donald Pleasance. That was one of his first, well, not his first, but definitely one that kind of put him in the, uh, the movie hall of fame. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right there. That, he's I love there. Uh, Heather Langenclamp too, man. Nancy. Yeah. The, she's so great. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's, uh. I got my top three final girls, and she's definitely my second favorite final oh, girl. Oh, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Yes. And um, another cool one, man. Like, did you ever see New Nightmare, the Wes Craven I one? I love the story. Yeah. It was I love it, too. How they were able yeah. to, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to remake the movie, mm-hmm. and now the movie's coming to life. Yes. And, and that movie, I feel like it was ahead of its time, man. It was. Like, bro. for that kind of script. And to, and to even have yeah. uh, what's-his-name come out and, 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 and play himself. Yeah. You know, yeah, Freddy, Robert England. Robert yeah, coming out. Wes is even in it. You know, yeah, he's directed it. It's in awesome. It. That's I love that one. I yeah. feel like that one doesn't get enough love in the Nightmare franchise. It really is. stands I, alone. Yeah, right I think there. so too, man. That one, I think that that writing was spectacular, and that shows Wes's creativity really ahead of the game. Yeah, right. Hell yeah. But um, and then he did Scream. Yeah, holy shit! Right? So he's taking another look at things and for and, sure and how the how the horror movie world works and uh-huh. and how to. Uh, how to get out there and make a, a, a cool popular horror movie right. that everybody can kind of dig deep into. Yeah. Yeah. Great, man. And it hit. Um, but I guess so yeah, many take, hits, but I mean, so many hits, but, man. but John Carpenter, I mean, exactly. Let's, let's, let's look, look at what we're working with. We were talking about the fog, Yeah, you know, some, some big ones mm-hmm. like that. Um, the Halloween series. For sure, man. I love, they live, dude. That's they just live, like one dude. of my favorites of all time. And it's, it, so, it's good. so, um, um, it ahead of its today. time too. Ahead of its time yes, back then, exactly. But it works. It, I'm into those. You know, I'm not. I'm not looking for conspiracies. Mm-hmm. But I hear shit about like lizard people, yeah, yeah. and shit like that that might be right. going on. And then you, you know, the government working with the aliens since Roswell, yeah, right? And how all this is all kept undercover. And it, I love that. I just concept, feel like man. it's 
There's mm-hmm. some truth to that. Exactly. You know what I mean? That what if mean- we're all blinded? You know, what if we are all under a lens? Right. You know, I love it, man. So like great for movie, that alone, concept. yeah, for his concepts and, and his, his ideas, I'm going John Carpenter. Man. Yeah, yeah, I, all right. Like for sure, man. Like, and you know, he's a fantastic composer. Like Ooh, he yes. composes the music in yeah. most of his films. Mm-hmm. And he's it's amazing. And that man. makes it that package yeah. that that uh that the other that you're not you can't you're not gonna get from anybody else but John. Right. And and it's all great stuff too, man. Mm-hmm. And like I also appreciate that. Like he even goes out on tour. I don't know if you've seen this, but he, he like has a band and he's up there too, and he's like playing with them and they'll play like a show of the scores. Holy yeah. smoke. And on the back they have like the movies and stuff, so it's like I, I got no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've wow. never been able to catch a John Carpenter tour, man, but he's like really a musician. Yes. You know what I mean? And director and then like his uh, his screenwriting and like they live. Another one I love is in the mouth of madness. Oh, I saw dude. you posted about yeah, that yeah. and it reminded yeah, yeah. me, dude, I love um that's the cat from Jurassic Park, you from know, Jurassic Sam Neill, Park, yeah. But but from uh Omen 2. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember him from, especially okay. from right then. Okay, okay. And from, from that movie, I was like, that looking, that smirk, you know, the yeah. devil, man. The yeah, devil yeah. finally, you know, getting into the government, taking over shit. It's crazy, I really right? I love that about Sam And the Neal. book. Yeah. And the, yeah. The, the story of In the Mouth of Man is how it, it's it's so freaking crazy. It is crazy, right? Yeah, he, he's, going, he's going mad. Yeah. He's going right? mad through this. Sutter Kane, man, that, that Sutter book, Kane, right? dude, wow, dude. I think yeah. there's a band, dude, called Sutter Kane, because I'm like, man, that would be a so. sick title for a band, you yes. know? Yes, and it's and the I looked it about up. it. Ooh. I was like, oh damn, it's already taken. See, yeah, it's yeah. taken. <laughs> oh man, I don't think I've actually jammed them though. Okay, so I'm gonna have to check that out. But, yeah, but that name alone is cool, right? That Sutter is Kane. Sutter Kane, dude. Yeah, um, heavy duty. Even uh, another cool one. Did you ever see Valley of the Dam? Or ch- I think it's Children, Children of the Dam. Yeah, 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 dude, that one's good. That's a good that's one a too. Cool, that's a creepy one. Yeah, it's got the the guy from Superman. Um, oh, his name? not Brandon. It's Christopher Reeve. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was one of his last movies. Yeah, that was a cool movie. Yeah, it's dude. a cool one. Man. That's one I I only saw once. Mm-hmm. Um, My wife was the one that, that was like, cool. Introduced me to that one, so I got to give a shout wow. out to her on that. Yeah. Well, what about Children of the Corn? Yeah, Children of the That's Corn. That's Malachi. Yeah, he right. wants you to Malachi. <laughs> oh, that was another good one. Not, yeah. not one of his scarier ones because mm-hmm. you can kind of see things coming. Um, oh, dude, we cannot go without talking about the thing. That's my favorite oh, John shit, Carpenter dude. movie, dude. Right the thing, there, dude. I know, man. Oh, so badass. I'm trying to think. Kurt Russell music. Was there yeah. like a was there oh, like Oh yeah. It's it's it, he did that one too and it, it's just got like a slow kind of he's more like building that atmosphere yes. kind of thing, you know. Yeah. I want to I want to I want to check out that soundtrack cuz yeah. I want to get that the get that music great, back into my dude. head, dude. I love the thing. The thing is so one good. of my that favorites, monster dude. And those effects. Talk yes, about practical dude. effects. Yeah, bro. Dude, they're yes. so good. I love you know what? I love the dogs. Yeah. So when the dogs are going fucking crazy That's mad, and they're trying dude. to get out, then you see, you know, the, you can't really see what's going on. And finally they come yeah. in there with a flashlight and you see all those tentacles. Yeah. Going it's crazy, man. Oh, and I feel the dogs like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. They open the door. Like, they're right. bolting out of there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Great special effects. So good. And, and I love Kurt Russell. I know. I love right? Kurt Russell. So now we got to get to Escape from New York. 
Oh yeah, you know, dude. Not, Kurt not, Russell, not a slasher John movie, Carpenter, but and yeah, the soundtrack dude. in that one is also phenomenal, man. Like they live yeah. very futuristic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. also a great one. Mm-hmm. And even wow. uh, Big Trouble in Little China, dude. Kurt Russell what, a again. Comedy with Kurt Russell <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking far out. Bro. We were in San Francisco this past summer. And yeah. I just felt like, like I had my, yeah, I felt like I put on the soundtrack, dude. Oh. It was like, oh, dude, it was badass, man. Oh, yeah, man, that's we, badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one, man. So, yeah, John Carpenter. John dude. Carpenter all the way. The goat. Mm-hmm. Jeez, you know, I haven't had a conversation go so long oh. that that has been yeah. so great. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And, and, and I've, been, I've had the pleasure of having some great interviews, mm-hmm. but we've really had a yeah. lot to touch on. And I, I, I just really appreciate I'm fun, man. I had fun. It was great. Thank you, you know? Dan. Like Thank it was you. really um, just. I'm glad you asked like stuff about you know cartoons. I got to like go down memory lane and stuff, you know, and yeah. talk about like horror and share that passion between us. And then of course, uh-huh. all the metals conversation was great. Yeah, you know? bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe there's. I want to say, are you 35? Yeah, 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of was trying to do the math over there. Mm-hmm. I'm 52, mm-hmm. and um. It's funny how, you know, we almost got two decades between us. Yeah. But because of our interest, right. it, there's no age gap between us. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. There's no <laughs> there's no anything else between us because we kind of, uh, you've gotten into the same stuff that I had the the pleasure of being around because right. I would just, I grew up during the, those times when they were coming out. And um, we both love that same kind of stuff. And yeah. it kind of makes us tick. It kind of makes us who we are. Um, Absolutely, the thrills man. that we get out of the horror, you know, the uh, the joy we get from from the the shows that we that we followed at, as, as kids as cartoons and stuff. For sure, man. And the the passion that we have for metal and, and really the drive that that both of us have in common mm-hmm. to be the best we can at our craft. Yeah. To uh, have the integrity of playing other people's music to the best of our ability. Um, being able to get around uh, and, and associate and really work with with some talented people and um, be so humble at it, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I, and I and I, I know that about you um, because there, I, don't, I never get any kind of vibe of, about egoism. Uh, it's it's always about uh, collaboration and 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 developing and and, and just growing mm-hmm. and. You're the kind of person that I love to be around because I love the positive vibe and I love the, yeah. uh, the ability to to brainstorm and overcome and adapt and improvise. Right. And your story about uh, the obstacle you had with the broken finger and to get into vial and the timing of that falling into the the uh, the timeline of you being uh, ready to uh, audition and, hey, we want to get things going about right here around this time. And the work you put into it to get your mind ready so that way when your finger's ready, it falls into place is what movies are made about. Thanks, man. You know what I mean? It really <laughs> is. It's super cool. Yeah, yeah. And um, you're an amazing musician and, and, and an inspiration to uh, older cat like myself and especially to, I think, the younger uh, the younger uh, musicians that are out there that that don't have to be in metal. But just have to have a passion for what they do, whether it's drums or any kind of uh, musical instrument or or any kind of craft that they that they have. Sometimes we're going to be challenged by by the Lord Almighty to rise to the occasion and to overcome an obstacle that seems um, impossible to do. 
and by the grace and the grace of God, but especially by uh, being surrounded by the love of your parents, your dad, and that support that we're able to get from the ones that we love really gets us, uh, inspires us and drives us to, to be better than we thought we could be, Yeah, you know, and, and, and you, you, you're, you're a great success story, Daniel. I'm so proud of you, bro. Hey, man. And, and you know, you're only 35. Thanks, I've been man. in this game for, since I was, you know, 16 and here I am 52. The ride keeps getting better, bro. Yeah. Keep working. <laughs> right you know, on, man. You're doing Val right now. I can see Val the same time next year, um, um, summertime, yeah, doing yeah. overseas festivals, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, I appreciate all that. That That's really awesome. And I'm glad you, um, you noted some of those things, especially like I try to remain humble because, you know, I, I just think it's you can't work with somebody that's just not or like has a, a huge ego, you know, or like I understand it's just not yeah. uh, willing to negotiate or, or look at different angles. Um, mm -hmm. And I try to look at multiple angles and, and, you know, like find solutions. And so that's just yeah. kind of like always been like my mindset. And um, and then also just the, the hard work ethic. You got to yeah. put the work in, man. There's no shortcuts. And then, and <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Especially no with shortcuts. like, especially with metal, you know? Yeah. It's so demanding and guitar in general. And then like just not being satisfied, man. You got to keep pushing the envelope and pushing forward. Yeah. You know, one thing that like I, I just haven't done is get more of my own music out there. And so that is my goal for 2023. And I've been saying this and I've got like little stuff on my computer and, and I have some complete songs, but for sure it is my mission to just like focus on that, you know? Yeah. And get my own music out there. So like demised and then my own solo project just under my name. Whoa. I've already got stuff ready to go. So that's, that's definitely my focus for my one of my personal goals for 20 that is so, amazing so, so yeah listeners hold me accountable for that i <laughs> you know i will be releasing my music good man. Yeah, man that's the next progression for you I, I that makes perfect sense you know you've already accomplished what you have done and now it's time for you to put out your own independent stuff it you is. know it's the yeah. time's right the skills are there it's really just having the time yeah, yeah. to do it because balancing being a, a dad and a husband um a professional mm -hmm. at work yeah, yeah and then now a lead guitar player for vile man that's a lot on your plate yeah that's a lot on your plate but um thankful for all the support of my family and friends you know what i mean yeah i, I couldn't do it without them really you know? man it, it makes so, the whole package work for yeah, you yeah. when i have you know um negativity or just a problem in my life i try my best to really um find a solution for it real quick so that way i can keep moving forward because the the negativity kind of just it's like a knot in my gut yeah. and it really makes it hard to, for me to focus and and keep things possible positive for the rest of the day mm -hmm. i want to make every day of the best day better than the last day for sure. sometimes you know when i'm at work i got two three people calling out and it means i'm going to be stuck there even longer than i'm expected or maybe have to work harder than than I'm used to, but you know, it's, it goes to the territory when what we do, um, it makes us who we are today. And, um, by God, I want you to keep on growing with that. You know yep. what I mean? And, and I don't see anything, but just, uh, more development, more growth in your success. Um, because it's just a part of your nature. Thanks. You know man. what I mean? It's, it's yeah. a part of your nature. And, uh, 
I am serious about getting you back in here in the podcast cool. so we can have a conversation talking about the 10 best death metal bands. Nice. All right. It'll be, That's it'll exciting, be a lot man. of fun, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, we can, cool. we can go into uh, talking about where these bands formed. Yeah. Um, what maybe uh, got them influenced. Um who recorded them right. and what we liked about special, maybe a special track about it, but yeah. some cool info like that. That's really cool, and, man. For sure. Your, your background, your expertise in death metal and your mm -hmm. love for it really yeah, yeah. Uh, is going to make some great conversation for right, us to right. go over. Yeah. And see, guys, all death metal people aren't bad guys. We're nice no, people. Man. We have big hearts, you know, yeah. like, we're like the nicest guys out there, you know, I, from my experience, so, you're absolutely right, bro. You know, right. Yes. So it's, it's just, it's an it's just a way for us to like release energy, you know, yeah. like that's built up inside. But it's a positive way to do it. That's you know how we want to yeah, exactly. Yeah. We want to make sure we can execute it in, in a positive manner. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, I want to be able to uh, let people keep up with you. How can yeah. how can folks uh, get in touch with you, like on yeah. social media? Sure, man. So um, I'm just Daniel Benavides on Facebook, and there, you know, I I'll post like stuff going on in my life yeah so like i mentioned about the music that's where i'm gonna like keep up with like sharing updates and stuff so so right. from there and then I, if i like i do like have like a link to like a band page or something that i'm in i would probably share it on my facebook so that okay and then my instagram which is uh zagaroth.db zagaroth z-a-g-a-r-o-t-h dot db and um, there's like, you know, clips of just some of my favorite stuff or like my guitar playing. And uh, again, I want to share updates of my music that I got coming out. So that's that's where you can really check it out. You know? Awesome. Yeah. 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 For sure. Guys, I need, I need you guys to, to check out Daniel on his Facebook. Give him a like. Send him any kind of message you might be having about Vile or about anything else he's, he's, he's uh, taking part in. You know, he's uh, uh, been involved in the Corpus Christi uh, Symphony Orchestra here. God willing, they have another show put together that uh, you can be a part of. And, and, and I can go see you this time around because I didn't know about that first time. And uh, Disney with my grandson, he's going to love that. So I want to bring that, uh, bring that to the table and, and, introduce you to him and i i don't know how i'm gonna do it because i have so many people that want to do this but um you know i like to surround myself by great talent you know what i mean and my latest baby has been this harbor city all-stars so i don't want to put you on the spot mm -hmm. but i i know you got a great heart and is I know your band or well, or it's it's is, it's my baby. It's my Christmas uh -huh. band. Oh, the the Christmas you know band. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I got right. I got three little three groups out of that mm -hmm. right now, but I feel like I'm ready for the fourth one to add mm -hmm. next year. Um, if schedules work out, and if you uh, feel like you're down for it, I'd love to invite you to be in the, in the fourth group that mm -hmm. we're doing with the Harbor City All Stars, um, because I just would love to have you be a part of the the project. Right on, man. I appreciate it. We'll see it. how it goes. Yeah, yeah. We got a whole year yeah, yeah. before we get up there. I look forward to this year. He said it's Friday, December 22nd. The, the 23rd? 23rd. Yeah. yeah, the day before Christmas Eve and uh, family events. So I'm going to tell my family mom event. and yes. wife and it's Bring House them out of Rock. There. House of Rock, House exactly. Rock, yeah. Bring some canned food uh -huh. uh, donations. We want to be able to help out the food bank. So bring some canned foods, $5 suggested donation mm -hmm. to the door. Yeah. We ain't turning anybody away. 
Um, it's just a suggested donation. I want to hit a goal of at least a thousand dollars to give to the food bank this year mm -hmm. and 400 pounds of food. So we can, we can make this happen. We can make it happen. It only takes a little bit of time out of, out of a busy, uh, Christmas weekend, but I'm telling you, you won't regret it. It's such a great time. The kids will love all the songs we're going to be doing. And it's so easy to start singing along to all of them. Mm -hmm. And if you like 80s hard rock, um, yeah. everything kind of sounds fun and, and rocking in that kind of vein. And so it's going to be a great time. Sounds like a great way to kick off our holiday break, too. Dude, I'm telling yeah. you, dude, it's going to be great because I think that's like the last day of it work, is. right? So yeah, perfect. We'll be out. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So I got to invite everybody to be there at the House of Rock December 23rd. Friday to see the Harbor City All-Stars and I'll be doing Tony's third annual Twisted Christmas Spectacular with the All-Stars, Headbangers Pit and Existing Anger. So you guys come out there, but as I wrap things up today, Daniel, do you have anything you want to finish up with? Want to say bye to everybody out there? Just, you know, thanks guys, you know, for listening or and uh, anybody that's, you know, been a part of my guitar journey, you know, thanks just thanks for supporting and being there and and all you guys who are doing your own projects and support the scene. We have a great scene here in South Texas yeah. and Texas in general. So, you know, keep doing it. I love being inspired by you guys. So, you know, keep doing that and, and just keep a lookout for the music that I'm going to share with all of you. I love it, Dan. All right, everybody. Remember Daniel Benavides on Facebook and then catch him on Instagram. And I want to make, I'm going to let you say it because I don't want to get Trey's last name wrong. Oh, Treya Zagat. Yeah, so that am I on the yeah, right track? That yeah, that that Zagaroth thing. If anybody's wondering, so that 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 came from my cousin. My cousin and oh, I we okay. play games like video games, and so like he had like a gamer name, and he was always Doctor Vortex. So he's like, you know what, you need to come up with your yeah. own game name. So then I came sure. up with Zagaroth, and it's just been my name since. It's yeah. kind of like my nickname game name i did you know it. what i mean yeah zagaroth yeah that sounds cool dude. yes zagaroth zagaroth z-a-g-a-r-o-t-h dot d-b keep up with daniel all right he's gonna have a lot going on and he always does uh so please check him out give him a like and make sure you're ready for some new material coming out from vile hopefully here pretty soon and i'm expecting that since uh vile is out of texas now based out of austin that we're going to be getting some vile action here in corpus before too long so guys uh thanks a lot for listening to the podcast today daniel thanks a lot for being my, my guest thanks for having me man it was a blast i appreciate you we'll see you again next time and see you at the show that concludes my two-part interview with daniel benavides of vile and fall Thank you so much for listening, and please leave any questions or comments you have at Tony Gomez Show on Facebook. And soon coming up, I'll be having my next interview dropping with Casey Lane, the owner of the House of Rock. So check back at the Tony Gomez Show on your music platform, and keep up with Daniel Benavides at Daniel Benavides on his Facebook page. And also be checking out Spotify to keep up with the latest from Vile. So thanks again for listening to Tony Gomez Show. We'll see you again soon, and I'll see you at the show. Okay, thanks for listening all the way to the end of the podcast. So I just want to remind you guys, on Friday, December 23rd, at the House of Rock, I've got my Tony's third annual Twisted Christmas Spectacular coming up with the Harbor City All-Stars and Headbangers Pit. 
Please make your plans to join us out there. Bring your canned food donations, and it's only a $5 suggested donation at the door. We really need those canned food donations, and we need that monetary donation as well. We're shooting for a $1,000 goal, and we want to donate more than 400 pounds of food to the food bank this year. Let's make it happen, friends. And I want to see you guys Friday at the show at the House of Rock for Tony's third annual Twisted Christmas Spectacular. So here's that bonus track I promised you from fall. This one right here features Daniel Benavides and Jesse Santos of Oceans of Slumber and Shattered Sun. Here they go. This one is called Ever Hollow. <laughs> 